hot flashes, irritability, intimate dryness, even unsatisfying sex. Hi, I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck, a board-certified OBGYN who has spent over 20 years helping women just like you safely find relief from these very natural symptoms without having to resort to hormones. To help my patients feel their best, I recommend products from Bonafide Health. Bonafide is a women's health company dedicated to providing women with non-hormonal and clinically validated products that work. Bonafide provides safe and effective solutions to manage a range of menopausal, sexual health, and PMS-related symptoms. That's why I recommend Bonafide products to my patients every day. In fact, I am also a Bonafide medical advisor. What I like most is that Bonafide products provide women real relief without compromise. Ladies, don't waste another minute feeling less than your best. Go to HelloBonafide.com and use code RADIO36 to save 20%. That's HelloBonafide.com and code RADIO36. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Offer valid on subscription only. What's up, everyone? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, what's good? What's good, everyone? Already know what it is. 2020, yo, last episode of the year. It's been, it's been tough. It's been exciting. Learning new things, yo. TC, what's up? You already know who he is. Mm-hmm. And we have a, we got to do a drum roll on her. Introduce yourself. Hi, y'all. It's Phonetic Wisdom. I am a poet, spoken word artist, lyricist, uh, curator, host. I founded my own Black Women's Empowerment Organization, known as Voices of Black Power, for Black women who have been impacted by sexual abuse and trauma, uh, to curate creative healing spaces so that we can transmute our trauma into triumph. Um, I also am a behavior specialist. I work with youth with autism. Some of you would say I'm an activist. I mean, I I do quite a few things. (laughs) I think that covers a lot of what I do. Let's go. That's awesome. Yeah. That's all I can say. That's awesome. (laughs) Definitely. How how can they find you? What's your social media? Yes, uh, at Phonetic Wisdom, like you see it there in the little court right there, right there. <laughs> <laughs> no space. Um, I'm on Instagram as Phonetic Wisdom, Twitter as Phonetic Wisdom. And uh, the link in my bio, y'all can see everything I'm doing that I got going on. Um, I'm still fundraising, actually, for uh, the next event that I want to do in the community um, with that. And... My next event won't be in like another two months. The last event I did uh, was a women's workshop, which was beautiful. We did it virtually. We did it in person. It was amazing. Um, we're just looking to collaborate, you know, 
with the sisters so that uh, we can continue to curate those spaces so they can tap into their mind, body, heart, soul, and spirit on a deeper level. Let's go. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. go. Nice. Nice. Let's yes. go. It's poetic wisdom. Okay. Excuse <laughs> me. Spread of the wisdom. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'll be mean, like, um, if y'all want me to pull some cards, like I'm an oracle with the Badu baby. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I just this. Okay. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) As for this episode, this episode is about healing, spiritual healing, because I feel like we really need it in 2020 to end the year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But the rest of our lives. Yes. Yes. That's the most important part. The most important. That's the reason why we're doing this also. That's the most important. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. But of course, we got to do an introduction, of course, which is, yo, TC, the last episode, we got criticism. So, yeah, I figured what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do, we're going to talk about juice concentrate. We're going to talk about turmeric. Let me talk about juice concentrate first. And to make it better visually, I'm going to share my screen if everyone is. With that, hold on. All right, let's get it. Okay. Oh, we upgraded. Okay. Now, okay. Okay. So since, so since we got criticism last episode, I, I you know I had to step up my game. What's the criticism? Inquiring <laughs> like now. It's a long story. <laughs> yes, a long story. Okay. All right. He even got so, the rest swiggly line on the words. Okay, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> we Alright, let's get it. So juice concentrate. Juice concentrate is a fruit juice which water has been extracted. So juice concentrate can offer some nutrients such as minerals and vitamins. However, Juice concentrate is processed. So this is not no none of that raw juice that you make a smoothie out of. No, it's that juice concentrate ingredients, of course. So it's in brands such as Apple and Eve, Juicy Juice, Minute Maid, and so much more. So juice concentrate, as you can see, If you go to the grocery store, this is uh, orange juice that I got from, I'm going to be honest you, I got this from the internet. But I just wanted to set this as an example. When you go to the grocery store, you're going to see these ingredients. In some orange juice labels, it says filter water, high fructose corn syrup, which is we talked about that in our previous episodes Orange juice concentrated, which is that circle, is what we're talking about now, citric acid, natural flavors. Come on, TC. We already know what that is. Yep. And definitely know. I'm so Not much that. more. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so juice concentrate can be in 10% juice, 90% juice, 
or 100% juice. Like you see that wording that says contains 100% juice. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. so when most of the liquid is removed, the result is a thick, syrupy product known as juice concentrate. So extracting that water reduces the bacterial growth, meaning that concentrate doesn't spoil as easily as raw juice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So process, right? Mm -hmm. The way how, because juice concentrate is processed. Likewise, mm -hmm. it cuts packaging, storage, transportation uh, costs. But still, processing methods defer. So most concentrates are filtered, evaporated, uh, pasteurized, but some may also include um, an addictive, such as if, it, if you put natural flavors in it, then you know it can be an addictive plus the juice concentrate. So the way how they uh, make juice concentrate is first they take out the water which is, it's the lack of fiber, then whatever they need to put in it, after when they put whatever they put, whatever they need to put in the whatever to make the juice, they add water in it. So it's like, you take the water out, do what you got to do, and then add water. That's it. So it's additives. That yeah. Mm. Pretty much. So we don't know what the additives are. Basically. Basically. Interesting. <laughs> so juice concentrate is made at room temperature or frozen juice before consumption, which that's in the grocery store. So even though this juice concentrate is processed, the healthiest option is 100% juice to consume it. So juice concentrate with other ingredients, like on the first picture of what I did is if it says contains 100% juice, my recommendation is it can be ch a cheaper and alternative way if a freshly raw juice, juice is expensive for you. That's just my recommendation because you need that vitamin C if, yeah. you know, you need you need that you need them vitamins. Yeah. So you, mm -hmm. so yeah. Uh any before we go to turmeric, is there any concerns or anything you'd like to add? Well, first of all, thank you for this elaborate um explanation <laughs> of how juice contribution comes about because I really didn't even know the process. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I just learned something. Hala mm -hmm. thank you. Um and yeah, you know what? The fact that it needs to go through all of that just to be consumed, that don't sound right. That don't yeah. sound natural. It's not right. <laughs> I'm not right. with none of that. Uh, because you're extracting. See, here's that when you said the part about um, they suck out the water mm -hmm. and then they do this process because of bacteria. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. 
that's why so many people probably sick now because their immune system don't have the opportunity to fight off natural bacteria because there's natural that's bacteria true. that's already in your body. Talk to them. And so now you got all this artificial stuff. Your body now is processing the artificial. It doesn't even understand or recognize the natural. Now it's going to start to think that the natural stuff is probably the foreign invader. Um, nah, I ain't rocking with that. Now, mm. if it ain't raw, it ain't right. <laughs> you know what it basically is you just drink his sugar. That's yeah, all. yeah, that's pretty much. That's why people got diabetes the way they do. Exactly. Well, I mean, it if 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 raw juice is too expensive for people, it is a good alternative. You know what? It's not that it's too expensive. This is the facade. This is the illusion that they create so they can trap us into cheaper. Cheaper is not always better, but first of all, it, it's a capitalistic society, and so oh, that's cool. why they try to make mm-hmm. the healthy alternative seem like it's out of the question because they know that people in poverty and they know mm-hmm. that people who who are in lower income families and circumstances they're going to always be worried about not having enough money, so they're gonna yep. they're going to turn them over to the cheaper alternative, which is not good for their health, and those are the people that suffer most from health, and they they don't get good health care. Preach. And you know, if this is too much, you can always just go to the natural fruit itself. Yeah, we're supposed to start growing our own fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. We don't need them to grow no, we don't need them to get fruits and vegetables. Like, let's be let's be honest. That was you really don't need juice. You really don't. But if you mm-hmm. feel like uh, I want something this way in my life, like this is like this is what kills me. Like people think that they actually have to go to the supermarket for real food. You really don't. It was our ancestors' way to farm. Mm-hmm. It was their way mm-hmm. to make sure that they had first contact with the food they were going to consume. They had a connection with it. People don't have a connection with their food. That's why they're so sick. Mm. Ooh, preach, preach. I, I know poetic wisdom is going like that. Excuse it's me. Nice, baby. <laughs> All right, excuse uh-huh. me. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. They sleep on me all the time, baby. Aw, mm-hmm. uh, don't say that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I'm going to ring the alarm. <laughs> Go ahead. Sleep on me, baby. <laughs> when you wake up, I'm going to be on the other side of town. Okay. okay. I hear that. I hear oh. that. Excuse me. <laughs> you, you better right. keep up. <laughs> you don't. I'm still going. <laughs> turmeric. I. I yo turmeric. I have these like almost every day. First, before you take turmeric, if you have any sort of kidney transplant or any surgery. Um, if you're pregnant Crohn's. or yes, then I would consider that you ask your doctor first or a medical professional before you consume turmeric. So turmeric is very good for you. It's a spice medical herb and turmeric contains Curcumin. Cur- I'm sorry, y'all. No, curcumin. Yes. Curcumin. Okay. 
Yes, which that's the main active ingredient in turmeric. So which curcumin is a natural inflammatory compound. Now, the benefits of turmeric, which is it promotes a good heart and a good health, is it's powerful, inflammatory, and antibiotic. It helps prevent cancer and uh, and um, enzymes. It helps treat symptoms such as arthritis, helps delay aging and fighting age-related chronic diseases. Um, it increases weight loss and accelerate me- metabolism, relief muscle acne, helps digestion, pain relief, improve liver function, like I'm telling you, like this is turmeric. This is the benefits of it. Um, yeah, I don't really have a to say about turmeric because it's very good for you. Anything you guys would like to add? Um, hmm. yeah, I think uh, curcumin is also the active component in curry, if I'm not mistaken. Both anti-inflammatories. Um, because I think that's what gives it the color. Yes. Yes. Color. Yeah. Yes. That kind of orange yes. kind of. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is a very uh, common to uh, Middle Eastern dishes, uh, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Uh, turmeric. Turmeric is very good. Um, it's not actually something that's on like Dr. Savi's list because I know he was going through fruits and vegetables to determine if they were hybrid or if they're acidic versus alkaline. But Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I always advocate for doing the best that you can when it comes to health. Um, And so turmeric is definitely so I actually have a juice in the fridge right now with turmeric in it. Nice. So I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I know about the um, positive benefits of turmeric. And just if all we really uh, need to be mindful of that inflammation, once it says that it's an anti-inflammatory, inflammation and mucus are one and the same. And mm-hmm. so if you have mucus build up in your body, when you uh, have too much mucus building up in a particular area, that is when you become diseased in that area. And that is, um, you know, Dr. Sadie also spoke about mucus being, the, you know, what he saw to be the only cause of disease. And so, Yeah. Mm-hmm. People need to get into it because they got a lot of mucus and disease going on. Yep, especially yes. especially what you eat too. Um, yeah, but turmeric is many ways you could consume turmeric. You could cook with it. I cook mm-hmm. with, with my chicken all the time. Even when you drink a glass of water, take two two teaspoons, just pour your water and drink it. Mm-hmm. And they have turmeric tea. It's a whole bunch out there. Mm-hmm. Turmeric yeah. milk. Yeah. I think they call it golden milk. Yeah, I think I heard of that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tried that. It was interesting. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I think it was for um, I, I think it was a flu or cold remedy. If I'm mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know what? It's actually very good to start taking it now, especially during the winter. Yeah, flu cold season, flu. flu seasons become you know what season. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that now. We're not, oh, no. you know. It's hard no, to walk no. around niggas these days. <laughs> it's hard to have the sniffles. 
You doing everybody this one time? Got, everybody think you got that seat, and I ain't, mm-hmm. I ain't talking about crips. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that. yeah, you supposed to be on, we supposed to be on top of our health. Period. It shouldn't yeah. even be like period. And what I'm recognizing too, a lot of people our age is getting even more ill than the older people. Mm. Yeah, you know, yes. they taking yes. their youth for granted. They think that they don't have to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate mistake. Because yeah, what ages you is what you what you do when you're young. That's going to determine what you look like when you're older. Exactly. That's why yeah. I don't I drink like this no more. Yeah. And, you know, before before we get to our guests to talk about healing, in conclusion, when we talk about uh, ingredients and foods, I want you to ask yourself this question while we end the year. Why are we addicted to things that we are not conscious about? That's a good one. I know why. Because, (laughs) you know, we grew up on these things. It becomes like a second nature, if I will. Like, if I could say, like, drinking Kool-Aid, that's something we grew up with. We know it's bad, but we're so used to drinking it. Yes. You know, it's hard to break a race, like a habit, like a low key drug in a way. And That's this is why it's important. Yes. yes. It, this is why it's important to know what you are consuming. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, and pe- and I, I've get this all the time when people uh watch when we when we talk about ingredients and foods. Mm-hmm. I get this a lot. You talk about all these ingredients, but nothing had bad happened to me. Absolutely. They are correct. They are correct. I'm now, hold on. I got you. Now, I have a different story to say. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, I got, no, no. There's people that actually told me that nothing bad has happened to me. Now, cool. You're correct. But. When you go to the doctor to take your physical, why is it that, you know, they have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, your sugar, your sugar uh, intake is high Mm -hmm. and you have these things when you take your physical and it's like, cool. And And this is the reason why. When you when when your doctor says okay now it seems like you, you have high cholesterol it seems like you have high blood pressure it, I, it seems like you're gonna have to cut these down this is why it's important to do a balanced diet yeah mm-hmm. well you know what let's take it a step further let's say they go to their doctors and their doctor says that, no, you don't have anything. Nothing's wrong. Let's remember that. Let's remember medical racism. Let's remember that they don't even have the tools and equipments to, um, you know, see what is really going on within us as a, a people of color, because the system of medicine is based on the white man's uh, physiology. And so you're lucky if they can tell you something's truly wrong with you. Um, If they tell you something's wrong with you, they were going to tell you that anyway, because it's a money business. Nonetheless, let's say nothing was wrong. What's going to happen to your kids? What you eating? People don't think that far. 
Yes. People don't think that far ahead. They don't think about how what I'm putting in my body is going to impact my child or my child's child. What if uh, these chemicals show up three generations later and the child has X, Y, Z? People don't think that deeply. Yes, absolutely. So true. So true. Yes. And and for people that's, you know, in their 20s, 30s, it's important to have a balanced diet because when you're reaching your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, it, it starts to really... You're going to feel it. Impact. Yeah, it starts to really feel like you're going to feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I will See, keep people, feeling down. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? Also because of, you know, the, the energetic shift. Like if you're not in alignment with what you need to be doing, if you're not taking care of your health, if you're not eating properly, you're going to feel it a lot faster. You're going to feel the results of your bullshit a lot faster. Yep. Yes. It's not even like the ability to manifest right now is so like, so whatever you doing, if you doing it and you know, it's not the right thing to do, it's going to, you're going to feel it just like that. Yes. You know, so people think they could get away with their behaviors because, oh, I'm not going to, it's not going to affect me or it's going to take this amount of time to affect me. No, it's not going to take that much this time around. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. I see it all the time with people our age. It's like they try to out drink you, like drink a honey and all that stuff, like every day. And I'm I'm looking at them like, did you just say you're too old for that? Really? I'm too, literally, I remember I got stories. Okay. I got stories. I know where I came from. Okay? I hear you on that one. So I hear you. What I, I took the stories. I earned my stripes, and I'm moving forward. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't need, I don't need your bottle of to prove nothing, to prove I could kill my liver, which I learned in my womb circle this past Sunday from an alkaline um, workshop that when you're born onto this earth, your liver's already shot because of the chemicals in that have been being used on this planet for some time now and so because of the environmental components going on we already come in here with compromised liver yep. now y'all just want to drink y'all want to turn up <laughs> no 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 like turn up 24 7 i don't know and i'm now i'm not, i didn't even know that when he said that i was like wait what you come in here with a shot liver how it's just because of the way that the planet has been abused and manipulated chemically, you know, nuclear warfare at times, all that stuff adds up, you know, over the course of yes. time. Mm. And we know that it has a severe impact because think about the bomb they dropped on Hiroshima and, um, and Nagasaki. How did those children look, you know, coming up after the impacts showed physically they were missing limbs or they had disfigured yeah, all kinds of stuff. So we're actually very lucky. We're very blessed. But we can't just keep trying to get by on our looks. That's not Basically. cute. Mm-hmm. And it won't last. You, you'll pay for everything you do. We're paying for uh, what other people have done to this planet and this earth right now. And so we need to be on our A-game. Mm-hmm. Facts. And I just want to add one thing. Not just watch out what you put inside your body. Watch what's around you, too. Yes. God, that could mm-hmm. deeply affect your body. If you got, and that's a different topic, but if you got like toxic people around you, you better mm-hmm. start removing. Oh, facts. If you ain't learned that this year, <laughs> word, if you ain't learned that this year, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. 
Good luck. That's all I can say. For real. Honestly, mm-hmm. this, uh, like I said, this year has been a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Period. Soon as we lost Kobe, I knew this year was going to be different. I said, oh, this is some stupid shit that's about to happen. So, yes. mm. and you know what? I just want to say this, right? As this podcast mm-hmm. keeps growing, like I said, a lot of celebrities, a lot of loved ones have, you know, have been lost this year. And then you got the injustice of the George Floyd happening. Uh-huh. Yo, it's it's been crazy. Ooh. And then the whole voting. Uh, that's when we talked about the voting. It's, it's yeah. just so much great things about this podcast that we bring uh-huh. so much value in mm-hmm. into people. You know that is yes. listening, yeah. and we love what we do. Yes, facts. Thank you, Miss Poetic Wisdom, for coming into this episode. Thank you. Word. Thank it's you. Poetic. You're welcome. Heard. Um. Any any final thoughts, last words before we bring our guests? Um. Hmm. I don't know. I think we're. We're all good. Yes, okay. All right. There you have it. Episode 15. Let's talk about spiritual healing. Peace. What's going on, everyone? What's going on? We have a special, special guest. And uh, we want to talk about for this episode. It's about healing. It's been a tough year. And I just feel like people need some healing in this world. 2020 has been a really, really rough year. The point where we gotta we, we gotta get some healing. Yeah. Um please introduce yourself, Miss Aquarius Queen. Who are you? Um, I am Aquarius Queen. I'm actually, uh, I do do readings. I do do a lot of healing. I work with chakra healing with crystals. Um, I'm really good with energy healing as well as I'm studying herbal healing right now, but it's so many herbs in this world. It don't even make sense. So I'll be learning that for a minute. Um, I'm also on the Ifa path, the Ifa uh, Urban Pantheon. That is what I've chosen to focus and uh, use as my guidance, which is also going to take so many years. Like this, people think that you just learn it all in one day, and you totally don't. Like it takes so many trials, tribulations, ascensions, download tests. There's so many things that come uh, with walking a spiritual path that many people want a shortcut. It ain't no shortcut when you really taking this path. Um, certain things have to happen at certain times. So I've chosen to use this great age of Aquarius to come through and help shift human consciousness. That's one of the things that I was sent here to do. So healing is definitely one of the main things, helping people to learn self-love. Because if you can learn self-love, any other thing you can heal from that one tends to be the hardest one for people. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's let's start with you. Let's start with the questions. Um how can people what in your opinion, what has 2020 taught us? Ooh, 
2020 has taught us a couple different things. Uh, one of them that was beautiful to see actually was all these people not having jobs and went out and created jobs. Like, like this creative spark woke up inside of them and they were so talented and good at what they was doing. They were just stuck at a job that wasn't, hey, had nothing to do with what they were supposed to be on earth doing. Wasting their time. And it's like a lot of people, like it snapped in them. It's like, okay, now I got to make money. Now that that pressure was applied by the universe, they listening. So mm. that was one of the main things that uh, 2020 has shown us. But it's also helped a lot of people come together to help support these small businesses, to help support your local people. Because we're the ones going inside of our communities, making sure, setting up little programs, setting up uh, food banks and this stuff when the government ain't been doing none of that. We got one check the whole year from them, but they signed in papers with $900 billion on it, not even half of that money went to America. So we Let's got go. the half of the bare minimum is what they gave us. So it took all of us communicating uh, together, which is harder in some states because a lot, it, it, it showed that we have this huge gap between, um, is there's barely a middle class. They trying to throw all the middle class people back down there. And then uh, the high class people are not able to see things the way that we see things. And they think that we choose to go through these things and they have become very arrogant. It showed a lot of them like, hey, these people, they, they didn't do anything. So we woke them up too. Now a lot of the uh, richer folk are coming out and they're seeing like there's day-to-day -day struggles that the basic human has to deal with financially because um, there's a lot of people out here who can't even pay their bills. If you can't pay your bills, do you think your mindset is right? It's not, because if you can't take care of your stability, your security, which is in your root chakra, which is that is the first uh, chakra that most of us humans can reach. And that's the only one for 70% of us is to just get that root chakra because everybody be so focused on security and being stable. When being stable is not a mindset you want to have. Being stable means you want to be where you at. So if you want to be where you're at, how can you grow if you didn't affirm that you want to be stable? People want stability so bad that what they really uh, need to focus on is security. You want to be secure. You want to be financially secure, but you want to be able to grow in your finances. You don't want stable finances. You want find abundance in finances. You want multiple streams of income. And people are starting to see that they can kind of change their reality a little bit. It's a great awakening. And man, it's good to be here. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Um, all right. So next question, then I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to our other hosts. Um, so we're gonna uh, I'm gonna go deeper with the questions. Uh because of COVID, millions of people have lost a loved one this year. And um how can a loved one, death can influence them physically. Okay, so this is has been a great struggle for people because they don't understand the way what death really is. They think it's just an ending when really it's transformation. It's mm. ascension. And what needs to be installed is actually having parties for these people. There's certain things in Native American and European African uh, religions where we welcome them. We make sure that they have the tools, the supplies that they need is either buried with them or placed on the altar. We show our respect to them. We guide them on their way. We light candles for them. 
There's so many things that we can actually do to help our loved ones transition, but it's like people get so stuck and being in the sadness when really they happy. When they figured out that they can leave and it's so much, they, they holly jolly on their way pretty much. Um, and that's hard for people because they just don't understand it. They got to think about it like a butterfly. Uh, a caterpillar is our human form, we'll say. Now, when that caterpillar get up in that tree, build that cocoon, having that transformation, that's basically what they uh, go through in a way where they're just kind of in the in-between for a little bit. Some spirits, are uh, they ascend easier and it happens faster, but a lot of them are still connected to this 3D physical realm and they people won't let them go. So that keeps them stuck here as well, because in order for them to ascend, they have to uh, cut the dead weight of basically their earthly ties. They're no longer no longer in this earthly 3D dimension. Well, we actually find it now because we shifted, but they get so stuck in grief that they don't know that grief pulls their loved one down. It keeps them here. Uh, the more they tap into spirituality, the more that they will hear these things from their own ancestors. And that could be anybody. I don't use it be yellow, brown, green, or blue. Any uh, color, any religion, everybody has an ancestor. Find out where yours come from. If you can't, if you don't, if you adopt it, you don't got a last name, reach out to them. They will reach back. As long as you reach out to them, people don't take that first step and they don't see that death is not an ending. They keep seeing it as an ending and, and like they feel like they have to let this person go. And they have to forget about this person where you can carry on the memories. You can teach your kids about where they came from by telling the stories of that person instead of choosing to be in the sadness and the grief. Those are parts of the healing sadness and grief and understanding that you really cared about somebody that affects our heart chakra. But don't do it for so long that you sit here and close your heart chakra off and you ain't willing to open it back up so you can love someone else. Or so you can be around other people. A lot of people like, uh, for instance, their parents will pass away. Now they have this disconnect to their uh, other sex, their mom or their, their dad. Now they have disconnect to female or masculine energies because they lost the one that they that inspired them the most. And if they have traumas from that parent, that carries on too. Now they don't get the healing that would have been easier because they didn't have the time to approach their parents. And most people can't even do that. They can't even approach their parents because you got so many parents who won't even listen to these kids. But look, if you cannot reach them, the best thing you can do is write a letter saying what you wished happened, how you can be able to forgive, and what you're going to do to move past this situation. Because people like to, uh, a lot of people, they like to write their petitions and ask for what they want. I don't want this in my life. I don't want this in my life. But really, the petition is for you to ask for healing in specific areas. Ask for healing. Ask your ancestors to help you along this grief process because they will send you the energy that you need to shift your consciousness so you're not stuck in that state of depression. Because that's what most people get to. They get to the state of depression, and that really closed them off. That closed the crown chakra off. Nine times out of ten, your third eye is closed off too. And if you get really good, you can astral travel and work your healing that way. Set up the scene of the things that went wrong or the hurt, the traumas, the pain in your life. Set that story up and make it go how you wanted to go. Make those people apologize. And when you get there, it's a whole different level. Astral travel. So this spiritual thing, it comes with so many different ways to heal. 
um, that are faster than your average psychologist. That's why a lot of people are moving into holistic healing. They're seeing different things in different ways. And you, I mean, you want to pay a psychologist, what, how much for a session you can get a crystal? The crystal could have told you more than they did. So it's about people being open to these different ways of healing and how they can actually celebrate death. Death in European tradition is celebrated. We guide them to where they're supposed to be. We help them release their ties. We say prayers, we pour libations. A lot of people already do pour libations, pour a cup of liquor for their homeboy who passed away. That's what you're doing. You're showing libations. Most ancestors like that. It's you showing them your respect. That is like, that's one of the, the ways that we kept it, especially African American culture. We've been doing that since back in the day, but that's one of the ways that I've seen that everybody that kind of kept. So at least we have that peace that's within everybody and they can at least turn that into a form of respect uh, from the people who have passed on into they, in their life. All right. I think that was a moment of silence, just like for like two seconds, right? <laughs> Woo! Get some notepads. Get, yo, get a book, get a pen. I'm telling you, we adding value. Let's go. Let's go. TC. I'm sorry. That kind of hit home a little bit. So when you talk all that stuff, I was like feeling it. So I'm looking want to tear up a little bit, but my question is people who goes through like people have a lot of inner demons you know a lot of luggage on their back and like trauma trauma how do they get over it slash like heal from those traumas so this right here is called the dark night of the soul that's where your shadow aspects of yourself which uh, a good example for a shadow aspect is you seen the movie us you see how they had the, the person that looked exactly like them. They was just darker. They didn't really have a soul. So that's what a shadow is. We all have one of those. And the shadow felt neglected. You don't neglect your shadow. You, you, you integrate with your shadow. You say, shadow, okay, I hear you. I understand that I have some repressed memories. I understand that I have some problems. I understand that I have some traumas. Work with your shadow. That is one of the, the ooh, you, you, you will notice a whole change in your life, your first month of just doing shadow work. And it comes with you asking those questions and being willing to go back to some of those things. For many people, it's childhood trauma, things that they had no control over. Some of these people have been physically abused, mentally abused, told that they couldn't do something from a very young age or they had to do something at a very young age. So a lot of them have so many burdens and so many demons, so many shadows that they walking around with that they, through their high, higher three chakras, they not even open existing in some of these people. And for some of them that create the addictions that we have with opioids, with marijuana too, even uh, with, we ain't even, I ain't gonna tell y'all what's going on with marijuana. That's a whole different story. Um, the uh, addictions to alcohol, especially in the black community, because too many of us dying from very young ages from things happening to our lungs, things happen to our major arteries because we want to drink. That don't make no sense to sit here and, and pass on that trauma because most of those people who drink, they've hurt their kids in a way. 
or they wasn't there for their kids. They was too busy being drunk or they was too busy at the bar or they was too busy neglecting their kids. They wanted to drink or they wanted to do the drugs. They wanted to do those things instead. That hurts a lot of people. Uh, even other family members, not just that person's children, but other family members will start to pull away from them and almost act as if they wasn't even in a family. Like they people disown their family members out here when their family members really need hope and healing. They need to go back to the things that actually hurt. And one of the uh, other main problems is people don't use their throat chakra. They're too scared to express themselves or tell somebody, this hurt me. Because they've been taught to be so prideful and to be such in that ego that it would hurt them to even say what hurt them. And that right there is the main reason why everybody got so much animosity towards each other because they walking around, they seeing some of the same actions in these people who hurt them. So they're going back. That's why we got a lot of toxic masculines and it's a lot of toxic feminists who just get into these relationships hurting people. Then having kids. Y'all got traumatized kids now because y'all going back and forth. The kids only one through five. One through five is where they get the basic stages of growth. They already bad. They already got anger issues because all they seen was their parents arguing the whole time. So that really needs to change because in those uh, stages, really one through seven is when we're building. We're showing the child what it is that they're supposed to do, what it is that they're supposed to uh, be and embody. And if we don't install within them the correct things, then we get more and more toxic people. We get these kids with anger issues, they ain't get diagnosed with ADHD. They ain't got ADHD, they're mad. <laughs> they're mad because they seen their mom beat their dad or their dad beat their mom. They just seen so much toxic stuff that they don't have a choice but to be angry and frustrated. And then when they try and accept, express they pain they hurt the sexual traumas within all of our communities these kids mm -hmm. being sexually molested and abused by family members or close friends and y'all want to keep that a secret family members want to keep it and say oh no that didn't happen when a kid is obviously telling you that it happened so we're not listening to ourselves and now you got the the kids who grow up and be like i gotta listen to nobody nobody listen to me nobody will ever listen to me and those statements right there uh really pull people down so in order for us to get that process started, we got to go ask those deep questions within ourselves. One of the main things you can do too is go ahead and invest you in some cards because they tell it all. You can deny it, but the card is going to tell you the truth. The card is going to uh, tell you what it is you need to know about yourself, even if you don't want to know it. They ain't going to lie. So... When you understand what those traumas are and the things are inside of you, and you're able to express it because that's the number one step. You got these people, they heard, they know it happened, but they can't say it. That's a step in the process. When you can say it, you become stronger. You gain your power back from the people who hurt you. Because until you do that, they still got your power. Your power over there with that person over there, all, all throughout uh, people's lives. They've been giving their power away little by little by not speaking up about how this person hurts them. You ain't even gotta say it to them. Can you say it to yourself? That's the main reason. That's the main question. If you can't say it to yourself and you're not ready to say it no to nobody else, you're not ready to heal. If you ain't ready to heal, you ain't ready to live your best life. Don't keep yourself from not living your best life by not being ready to heal, because that's a choice. Uh -huh. Wow. Oh. I say. Oh. Preach. I say. Facts. Talk to him. Yes. Preach. I say. Yes. 
I'm gonna sip my tea on that one. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Miss Wisdom. Any questions? What um what was the catalyst for your spiritual journey and your healing process? That one hit me like a sack of bricks. I was not ready. I was like, um, but throughout many different times in my life, from the youngest that I can remember, I was about six years old when my grandma passed away. And it was weird because I was at the funeral, so I knew she passed away, but I was still hearing from her. So I was just walking around telling my family, like, my granny said this, like stuff that a grown she would say, stuff that only grown people would say, like no six-year-olds walking around telling people that they need to get their life together the way I was. So it really uh, started like that. But when I was six as well, uh, I also went through a lot of trauma. I seen physical domestic abuse in my house. I, I was actually shot at at that age. So with that trauma happening, it affected me spiritually to where I kind of didn't mess with a lot of my gifts or a lot of them were destroyed by the traumas that were going on and replaying with this side of me. When I got to about, I want to say about 13, my aunt had passed away and I seen her in the dream room. So I just, they just tell me, they was, at that point, they were just telling me to tell my parents stuff. So it was like easy for me to just go get that message through. And I just thought it was normal, but my parents, they was always looking at me like, who are you? Like my even my great grandpa, he would call me an old soul, and it's like the, the whole time I never knew what that meant. Like you call it a six year old an old soul, I'm sitting here like, what that means? <laughs> so I've always had this uh, certain knowledge and certain abilities about me until 2019. No, 2018 is when it really like kicked me in my butt. Like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. I left high school graduated and everything um and I actually had ended up with somebody having my first child and that's when I guess the trauma I guess the trauma is actually what causes these catalyst moments uh and creates mass awakenings within our lives because we see the lesson as soon as you see the lesson the spirit world is like hey you ready are you ready ready because we're going to show you some stuff um and I had actually uh ended up getting some nerve damage too. So I smoked medical marijuana and that, that right there woke me up a little bit too. Um, and ever since then, somebody had came into my life, it's, it's weird. He said, he's actually my twin flame, but I knew it was weird when our moms had the same birthday. And then his sister was named my name. So I'm like, okay, well, who are you? Because this must be some type of sign. And at that time, I was not very spiritual. You could really tell me, you showed me some cards. I'd have been like, I don't know what you're doing, but you might want to take that away from me because I don't know what that is. Keep it over there. Um, he started telling me that his mom had kind of did cards. I'm like, okay, like he's a real junior person. So I'm like, okay, so you didn't see it. It must be real because he a grown man. You don't see a lot of grown men out here talk about my mama did cards, you know? So for him to admit that to me, I was like, you know, if she could do that, I could do it too. You know, I, that's that Aquarius. Aquarius be like, oh, you could do it? I could do it better. That type of thing. 
So I ordered my first deck and I was learning the cards and this and that. And they started flying out like, and it was just like, it was kind of crazy to me. I'm like, oh, at first I was scared. I ain't gonna hold you up. I was scared because I was like, the whole transition happened where I was dealing with the cards. I was hearing voices. I was asking myself, like, do I need a Ouija board or something? Because some of the noises, some of the frequencies that I am hearing, I'm not on the same level as. So that's one of the things I would say about when you're uh, getting incoming spiritual abilities. Certain things, certain frequencies, you're not going to be able to hear, but they'll send you a sign. And that's where you raise your vibration so you can hear, you can get on that level, get the message, get the download, whatever it is that's uh, being sent to you. And y'all, if y'all only knew, because I tried to start a YouTube while I was doing this, and I would record for hours, not even push the video. Cause I'm sitting here like, I'm this sound crazy. I'm sitting here giving a message. I don't even know who I'm talking to. I'm just being told to record this and put it on there. So like just me within myself, I'm like, no, nah, I can't upload this one for a long time. I would have uploaded nothing. So I finally got it out there to just go ahead and go live. I was like, let me try it that way. And I remember I had like just two people on my live, but they would watch me every time I went live. They always had questions and it was always right. So I'm like, okay, cool, two people, whatever. And I was doing it for free too. So more and more people was coming like, oh, you do free reading, free reading, free reading. And somebody finally contacted me in one of the mediumships. And you know, that Aquarius was like, I can do anything. So I kept, I went ahead, oh. I tried it. And I started getting messages. I'm like, oh, this is real, real. Like, there, I was shocking myself with the things that I was saying to her. And she was shocked. I was shocked that she was shocked. She didn't know because I was just sitting there getting excited. And I was like, oh, and she said this. And she said, do you know this person is saying all the details and the colors and birthdays and everything? And that's when it really hit me like, oh, shoot, I'm tapped into something because this ain't normal. Uh, I can't even tell my mom what I'm doing at this point because I don't know what she would say to me. It got to that point where I'm like, do I share this? with my family members, because some tell me they're going to think I'm crazy. Um, and I actually did end up doing that, because I I thought, I, I'm not going to lie, this part of your spiritual journey and your gifts, you're going to think you're crazy. you really going to start thinking you're crazy a little bit, especially when you start getting responses to questions like this. See, you're asking mm. just, just, well, what is Mother Earth? Mm. Like, where did I come from? Who am I? That who am I will hit you real hard. You'll find out you're a star seed from a whole different cluster. You, you'll find out where you really come from. Uh, and that's really what 2020, that conjunction, that's what that really is about. That's connecting back to our divinity and where we come from because they calling out to us. We've shifted. We've entered the 5D. So we're now able to uh, adjust ourselves to reach a higher ascension point on this earthly realm that enables us to connect and people have been doing this stuff or like people been found out about this. So it's just so interesting to me how the age of Aquarius really ushered in this great awakening. I know there's a lot of like uh, back and forth about when it started, but I will say about 2017, I noticed a lot of people kind of gradually start awakening and 2020 really hit that boom. like. We done up the numbers or something. Like everybody, Cardi B want to play with cars now. So, you know, we getting up there. Spirituality is getting up there. It's just not going to be about who fake and who not. Uh -huh. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Diamond. He's soaking it in. 
He's soaking it in. Thank you for this. Okay, there you are. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for this. Um, I want to go back to when you said about, uh, when you talked about, um, I don't really like to call it death. I like to call it like, you know, passing away. And, uh, and you talked about like uh, passing away transition. Can you, talk, can, can you talk more about that and explain what it is? Yes. Ooh, okay. So this gets kind of deep here because what we do in this realm, in this lifetime, it matter when it's time to go. Uh, we got to remember that. And uh, if you don't want to be judged for something harshly, watch what you do. Because when it's time to go, you will be getting judged and you will be putting on a spiritual punnet if needed be, or you will reincarnate back to this earth as a tree. So unless you want to be a tree for about 600 years, because that's what happened to people who live in the same lifestyle and don't want to change. You get sent back as a tree so you can sit and learn. Just that's all you get to do until you're ready to come back and incarnate as a human because in this world, to reincarnate as a human is one of the hardest incarnations to even be in. This is so much more challenging than any other dimension or being any other species. They got to deal with this. They ain't racist. Ain't no racism in other places. They don't care what color. It's green, blue, yellow people out there. We still focus on color. So that tell you right there, we at a very low level. Um, mm -hmm. There's we we one of the we really are one of the youngest species out here, and it's harder for us to get the real outlook on what death is because everything has we've been lied to, <laughs> we've been lied to, we've been programmed since young kids, so it's hard for people to understand death. But if you look back, if you look at uh, Egyptian culture they will show you that they did so many things and so many celebrations uh, when it came to them. And some of them pyramids still up. So that tell you right there that they was trying to make death much greater than what it is. Marrying the way that they even, um, dang, I don't know, the, I can't remember the word, but the way that they mummified their bodies to where they still, you know, they not dust. They should be dust right now, but they not. They still in fully form. Mm -hmm. um, and they really took their time now, in some Egyptian cultures, they even took their pets and they service with them. Luckily, we don't do that no more. Uh, when it's just one time to go, we just take that one now. But um, it's just people have to understand that where they think that this person is going, they're not. That's one of the main things. Because people think, oh, you either going to heaven or you either going to hell and you ain't going to neither one. So when people can kind of accept that part, it makes it uh, a bit easier. And to know that everyone kind of, everyone does have to die, but you don't know when it's going to be. It ain't no age limit. We just seen that 2020 that showed us people from the ages of zero months to 72 to 103 to die. And that happens every day. So I know it's hard to normalize and it's hard to accept, but if you can just get people to think about it differently and see it as a transformation, maybe we need to even change the word because the word death got so many ties and so many feelings towards it that it makes it harder for people to accept a different meaning for it. Um, with that being said, I think we should use the word transformation from now on because transformation has more of a, a uplifting mood. It makes you feel like 
That don't sound like Ian. Transformation don't sound like Ian to me. Especially if you think about the transformation of the butterfly, how beautiful the butterfly becomes, how free that the butterfly is. Now, the butterfly used to only, I mean, the caterpillar only just used to be on the ground with all these different things trying to attack it. They don't know if it's a boot, a, a man gonna walk by, a deer, another bug gonna get them. Imagine just we at least human, a little caterpillar this big and they still trying to just get somewhere. They still just roaming. They got about as many dangers as we do. People don't like them either. They got they both here being racially profiled. That's <laughs> <laughs> a caterpillar. That caterpillar yes, got a racism too. We over here in the garden, snake passing by. This snake like I'm bigger than you. I'm greener than you. And he just trying to get to the tree. That's all he focused on is waiting till the day comes. So. If we start living in the moment too, because that's what's, what's a hard thing for people to do. Everybody want to live in the future or live in the past. They want to think about what's going to happen tomorrow. What's going to happen next week? What's going to happen yes. uh, two years from now? Yes. And that keeps them in the future. Like, what mm -hmm. are you doing today? Do you know what you ate today? Do you know how your mom doing today? Do you know what's on sale today? Like, focus on today. That it seems to be mm -hmm. one of the hardest things for people to do because yes. they... Well, one, they programmed by their job, so they really just wait till the next day off. <laughs> so that right there. Um, and two, it's just like people only like enjoy so many certain days in their life. People really got to sit and work their ass off and then not have enough to live. So it's like you stuck. And it's hard. It's easy for us to get so stuck, especially with the daily routines and the things we got to do and take care of that we don't live our life. My time is time to go. You over here, you sad and depressed as a spirit because you feel like you ain't even get to be you. That's all that the universe wants us to be is be us, not the person that you have to be at your job. Be you. What creative passion do you have? What can you do? What hobbies do you like? Because some of us get so focused on the money aspect that we're not even doing what's true to ourselves, which creates that resentment, that anger, and that frustration. You mad, you talk about your boss every time you ain't at work. <laughs> and then when you in there, it's a different story. Why you can't have a different story for you? Why you can't be you? It should be easy to be you, but it's harder than what most people think it is. So accepting death before death happens is one of the best things that you could do. That was in Moonlight Gospel too. And that's on Netflix. If y'all haven't watched that, I think it's still on Netflix. Um, it showed that the mom of the character of the story, she was about to die. She knew she was about to die, but she was accepting it. The more you can accept, ooh, the easier it is for you to get up out of here because it's, it's other things you could do. If you want to become an ancestor, you can actually help your family align. And nine times out of 10, most uh, children in families are reincarnated from ancestors. They got to come back and help their family line. They got to come back and help break generational curses. That's why most of the people who hear and they born and they become the black sheep, but really the whole time they heal and their whole family line is still stuck. You was chosen. You was the one who was supposed to go over here and turn things around for that family generation where everybody else feels stuck. So that happens in a way. And we do have karmic ancestors as well, ancestors who stay in a lower vibration. And so that's why I tell people, you want to call on your ancestors, be clear in your communication because you want to call on the ones who are here for your highest good. That's all you got to say. The ones who are here for my highest good. 
and everybody else got to go. I don't care. I don't care what family line you is, who great, 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 great dad, the granddaddy you is. If you ain't here to help me, you got to go. Just like that. And um, that allows you to, one, connect and understand your generation, tap into the generational wisdom that is with inside of you. And that's one of the main excuses that I hear is, oh, I don't know where I come from. I don't know my family's last name. I ain't know nothing. Nobody wants to tell me nothing. I went every day. I was like, boom, here go a candle. I don't even know who I'm talking to. I wasn't even hearing stuff for a minute. For like two months straight, I didn't hear you. I ain't get no message. Some just tell me, keep going, keep going. I wrote letters. I said, I just want to know who you are, like for real, and burn the letter. One day came, I just started getting names. Boom, 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 boom. So I'm calling the oldest person in my family, like, do you know Anna Mae? Do you know Victoria? Like, just all these names and names. They're like, yeah, that's my this, and that's my this. So the whole time they did know. But for some reason, it was challenging for them to be able to share that information because we ourselves don't carry on that tradition the way we're supposed to. We don't respect our ancestors. We don't remember them. The whole movie Coco was about him remembering his ancestor so he could tap into his gifts. Because his grandfather did the same thing that he was destined to do, but he couldn't tap into that gift because his family was so mad at his granddad that he had no uh, ties to that ancestor. Our family can block us. Some of us have family members who are here to block us, simply to challenge us to see if we're going to stand or if we're going to have to come back as a tree. So it's all about what you want to do and how easy you want to make it for you. If you want to make it easier for you, learn to accept death naturally. It's a natural thing. We know it's going to happen. You can't cheat death. That's the one thing we do know that happens for sure. That's a fact. So we might as well accept it. I want to... Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. All right. So, have you seen the? I just want to continue. Have you seen the movie Soul, a, a Disney oh, movie that recently just came out? So, you know, I so, seen that on the first day. Okay, so um, so. It's, it's the movie Soul, it, a Disney movie. So, can you please, because I, I feel like, can, can you please like transition to like how can that that movie, like how can that based on real life I'm, I'm like i'm talking about okay. like from the beginning yeah i'm talking about like um how uh i, I forgot the um how the i can't girl... remember his name <laughs> yes <laughs> like like it, it was like how she she said she was like how she became a lost soul and then how someone mentored her like became like just oh man it was uh can you please like just okay. talk for like how yes so with Soul, now I can't remember his name. We're going to call him Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> and the little girl, we're going to call her Sam. Because I don't, I cannot remember their names. I just was excited for the storyline. So Sam was living his life, doing something that he enjoyed, but his family did not like for him to do. But it was something that spoke to him. Um, and while on the greatest day of his life, when he was really about to get closer to his dream, he died. Um, he stepped into the well. No, it was like the, yeah, the he stepped hole. into the uh, sewer. Yeah, yeah okay, hole. manhole. Yeah, the sewer. And yep. that's when he, like, he kind of automatically died, which 
if possible, you'd want to have a quicker death. You would not want to take yourself out. I don't recommend taking yourself out. It comes with a lot of spiritual punishment. Well, let's just put that out there. Um, he fell in the hole and he just like got went to this whole different world as a soul. He didn't have no color. Remember that because we still be judged off color. Souls don't have a color, just so people know, because I don't think many people know that. Um, and as he entered this realm, everybody was going, they was ascending, ascension, the line, the thing was going up and they was just traveling to another universe, a galaxy. And he seen all the people going inside there and he still tried to run back the other way. He was, he was not accepting death. He was scared of it because he didn't know where he was. He didn't know what he was doing. And he asked if it was heaven or hell. So he was still confused thinking that it's only heaven and it's only hell when it's neither one. So with that being said, he kept trying to deny it. He wasn't, he wasn't ready. He kept saying, I gotta go back. I gotta, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And when he got to the other side, um, he learned about this thing that's called a spark. And that spark was what people believe their sole purpose is or what they're here to do. Um, and along the way of his lion, he met a little girl, so which um, she actually was. This, when you have their spirits, don't quite have genders either. They have masculine and feminine energy, and as you can see with her, she was able to change her voice to whichever one that she wanted. So um, that kind of throws that out there too. They don't really have genders. They do have masculine and femi feminine energy, but when you're a soul, you don't, and you're not on this earthly realm. You don't have a body. You don't really identify with either one. Um, and that kind of, they ran into each other and he was lying. So he said he was a mentor. So he became uh, responsible for this young soul who was actually over a thousand years. She was saying she was there and she's had other mentors, very famous people as her mentor, but they were not able to help her find her spark, so to say. Um, Mind you, I, I want to point out that too. Everybody else looking for somebody else for a spark. I get so many people come to me and ask me what they're supposed to be doing this lifetime. The only one who know that is you. I'm not here to tell you what your spark is. I'm not here to tell you what you meant to do, what you destined to do. Only you know that. You signed that soul contract. I wasn't there. I'm not nobody beneficiary. I, I don't. That ain't my job. I think people are have a little bit of confusion about that and they look for other people because they're un so uncertain and out of touch with themselves that they don't know. They don't know mm -hmm. the only question that only they can answer. So with that being said, they kind of took off on a little end. Uh, he was able to actually astro travel. He was actually astro traveling. They was going to the different rooms into the I think it's called like a, the everything room or something like that where they was trying to find out what her spark was by just playing with so many different things um they had a certain time limit on that and eventually the girl was supposed to go to earth so she could earn her earth badge because she had every other badge except the badge to be able to go travel from any other realm to that earth um that kind of allowed them to finally get to earth and I think they cheated that too. They, they went somewhere they were supposed to. And uh, he actually came back as a cat and she came back as him. Yes. So she entered his body because he was in a coma. He was still in the in-between a bit because he did not really want to accept death. So remember I was saying, 
uh, grieving and that kind of thing keeps us tied to this earthly realm. It keeps uh, us from not being able to ascend all of our, uh, all of our uh, earthly, um, it's like anchors us in a way. It keeps us grounded when, when we ascend, we don't want to be grounded. We want to leave our body. We want to leave our vessel, but that's, uh, that's why people kind of have a hard time. That's why there's a lot of spirits and souls that roam the earth um and are only earthly bound and can't only come to earth because they so low vibration that they don't deserve to go anywhere else like hitler for example he kind of we ain't gonna talk about that that's a whole different story um so let me go back they went back to the earth um he was she he wanted to come back as him. That's what really hurt him because he wanted to come back as him. She ended up coming back as him and she looked up and the doctors and everything, that was surprised. That was like, she, she, the cat, She oh, that's another um psychic ability too. So she was actually able to hear and speak to animals. He wasn't able to do that. So notice how when uh, they came back into the cat and the man, don't even remember what we gave him his name as, but the man, <laughs> the man, um he could hear the cat and the cat was saying everybody else and to everybody else it just sounded like a regular cat they were able to telepathically communicate with each other cats are one of the animals who can go in and out of the spiritual realm easily that's why uh, most people do have cats and cats do come along on paranormal adventures because they have those type of uh, abilities and gifts to know and feel different type of energies as well um Let's go back. Okay, so when people started coming in, he started realizing, or she started realizing that she was uh, in human form now. She was like, oh, I can feel alive. Like, imagine being a young baby soul and then you into a, into a 30-year-old man. And it's just like, this man has already learned things. So now you have to pretend to be excelled and mature. So in a way that also helped her um, growth because she was kind of immature when she first was in there. She was just doing things. She wasn't listening to nobody. She wanted to do her own thing. Um, she felt like she knew what was right for her. And in a way that she also had that fear and that doubt, like I will never be able to get an earth star because I've tried. That's one of the things too. Um, people give up on the things that are harder to obtain with some of those things that are harder to obtain create the most success um uh -huh. there's many different basketball there's many different athletes who when they first started they could not do the things you see them doing now mm -hmm. it took a lot of hard work and determination and uh wanting to learn which is what she had to do 22 yeah what 22 had to do um when she came down to that earth and I'm replaying the whole movie. <laughs> when they ended up leaving the hospital, they were trying to get back to uh, their body. So he automatically went to a shaman, uh, someone who astro travels, someone he knew could come back into this earth and he was the one flipping a sign. He was easily putting himself in a trance by flipping a sign. That's, uh, what is that? Is that feng shui where you kind of mess with the energy in a way? That take, that's a real advanced skill to be able to astro plane and keep doing things in your physical body. 
when you get there, that's when you really, you got her doing anything. But part of the things that he was supposed to do was to help those lost souls in that land, help them understand. You see, they was taking the lost souls' hands, whereas everyone else was scared of them. And the lost souls are the ones who were still alive, but they were so busy at work. They were so busy in their day-to-day life routine. They were so bogged down. They were so low vibrational. They were so depressed doing the things that they had to do in their everyday life that they wasn't them. Mm-hmm. And that allowed their soul to kind of just leave their body and roam. Their soul was like, this ain't even me. I'm just doing what everybody else telling me to do. I don't even listen to When you stop listening or don't listen to your higher self, your higher self be like, I ain't even going to mess with you. I'm just going to leave you alone because you ain't listening to any of the cues, any of the keys that I've been trying to get to you. I've been sending you the same people over and over again. You still ain't listening. You don't get it. So at a point, that's when we really become very frustrated with ourselves. And when people come into our lives, we don't love them the way we're supposed to. We don't treat them the way that we're supposed to. Most people don't even have respect for home training. They go approach somebody and ask a question automatically. They can't say, hello, my name is Aquarius Queen. I am looking for this. They can't even speak to people with respect. Mm -hmm. So those are part Mm -hmm. of the lost souls who are not able to communicate properly. The ones who may be doing a lot of drinking, um, exposed to a lot of uh, lower level things. Even that can even be the foods that we eat because they got it. They want y'all to be in this state. They want to keep you in that very state so you don't know what you can do. If you don't know what you can do, how can you do it? So all those lost souls were people who were not living up to their highest potential and really didn't want to because they didn't see that spark. They didn't see what they had in themselves. They didn't even see what separated them from any other human. People don't know that we are unique. Not even one of us is the same, not even identical twins. We don't have the same soul. The only ones who are very similar are twin flames. Um, I'll break that down a little bit. So twin flames are basically when your soul has ascended so much to the point where you've picked up a lot of the information you need to um, on this earth, it splits into two. When that happens, you they go into two different bodies, kind of like how in soul, it went into two different bodies. And if you are meant to find each other on that path, you will, but that person will mirror you. So if you start healing, they start healing. Um, most people have twin flames confused with karmic connections because somebody, some tarot reader, it told them, oh, this your twin flame, or they think that this is their soulmate. Your soulmate don't cheat on you. So let's put that out there because many people take these toxic relationships. Oh, I'm supposed to be this person. I met him when I was 12. We've been in love ever since. Then why is he beating you, ma'am? They don't even ask themselves these questions. They get so stuck on the fact like this person was supposed to come into my life. I'm supposed to be with them that they're too scared to let go because they don't know what happened if they did. They can't imagine what would happen if they left this person. So they'd rather deal with being put in that lower vibration or being uh, misused and abused or misusing and abusing their own energy. That's what a lot of people tend to do is misuse and abuse their own energy. And that starts with... uh, our sexual energy, our sacral chakra. That's what one of the things that really keeps us um, human in a way because we're sexual beings as well. So uh, a lot of uh, things about sexuality, I know they start, have been coming up too and it's starting to bother a couple people. I don't care what you do. As long as you don't touch kids and animals, 
you can do you, know, you can live your best life. They ain't got nothing to do with me. People need to start judging oh, people who they don't go home with. That Preach. Preach. <laughs> you ain't got to say nothing to them. They minding their own business. You mind your own business. Because if you was focused on you and doing the things that you were supposed to be doing, you wouldn't have time to think about them and what they're doing. Because that's talk, one of the talk. main things. We got so much judgment on this earth that you don't even know you. You so busy judging somebody else, you don't even see that your shoe untied and you about to fall. So mind your business. People need to do that because that will really help a lot of us to see it because there's so much harsh judgment based off what other people like and what other people want to do. Little do they know their brother, sister, mother, somebody in their family doing that too. So we can keep it on the low for as long as people want to, but we ain't in the dark age of Pisces no more. So all the secrets and the lies and the toxic masculines who claim that they're not gay but really are gay because you you gotta be something else if you go around here beating and hitting on women you don't even like women you don't like women because your mother did something to you she treated you like you was a little boy basically your whole life or she made you into a man younger than what you were supposed to talk about you the man of the house no ma'am he's not he's the child treat him like a child they make these kids grow up so fast that when they get grown they don't know how to be grown because uh -huh. they had to pretend for so long and there's toxic toxic uh feminine energy out here too they the ones who have a lot of the father issues can't pick which man that they want to be with misusing their sexual energy by just spreading it out all over the place with the wop if you got a wop you need to keep your wop sacred because we're the only uh -huh. species here who was put to recreate we can recreate no one else on this earth, uh, no other human, no man can recreate. So you need to really understand that what you have is sacred and it's not supposed to be misused. If mm -hmm. anything, a man should be bowing down to a woman because she can create life. She can erase his generation. She Talk is about it. takes care of y'all. Men need to learn how to kind of sit and respect that too because that's one of the problems that he had. Toxic, ma toxic masculinity because the he didn't have so many names. Mr. Man, <laughs> he had problems with his mother. He was not able to speak to his mother. I told y'all that's one of the things people don't know how to speak up for themselves. He couldn't even speak up for, to, for himself until he wasn't him. He had to be a cat to speak up for himself. He was so scared to speak up to his mom. He finally got the courage built up inside of him after experiencing death. Many people don't get a second chance. So if you get the, if you listen to this, do it now. Stop waiting because you don't know how much time that you got. Time is precious. So with that being said, he ended up having that conversation with his mom. Like, mom, you hurt me. You never believe in me. You never believe in the things I want to do. And she was like, well, it's because your dad did this and that didn't pay the bills. And he was just doing what he wanted to do. He was doing what makes him happy. That's why we're here. We do something. We're here to find the spark. The spark is what makes us happy. That's it. It don't have to be our career. It don't have to be our job. It's what actually brings joy into our life because so many of us focus on what doesn't. That many of us don't know that there are things, there are people, there are things to get excited about and to live for. But a lot of us are having a hard time simply just finding that. That's why it's going to have to take us to be able to join together and form communities that can help support each other. All you got to do is say one nice thing. It ain't somebody. You can change somebody's life. You don't know what people are going through. And a lot of people pretend. People who are depressed don't show their depression all the time. They can fake laugh. They can fake smile. They can put on a fake face. And you don't know what's going on with them two days later you see it on the news so and then everybody want to be like oh and 
and I never knew and nobody asked nobody asked just like when he was at the barber shop and he started talking to his barber and just asking the barber about his day and at the end of that conversation it was like how come you never told me about your life and the barber was like you never asked we don't ask people how they feel instead we kind of tell them oh you be fine and it's okay well, really, they have more that they want to say about their pain. They want to release it to someone. But a lot of people don't take the time to listen. A lot of people got so much stuff going on with their day that they don't even do, do that. And it's our family members, too. And it makes us um, closed off, that throat chakra. If, if one of your chakras was thrown off, all of them thrown off. Let me put that out there. Uh, it, it takes a lot to want to balance out um, the chakras and be in balanced energy. But being in balanced energy is the happiest thing of all because anything could happen and you sit there like, it is what it is. Let's keep going. You know, and some of the, when you get to the point where you are starting to take care of yourself, self-love, and bring that balance into your life, you start reacting to situations differently. Like somebody could sit and argue with you on Facebook and you ain't even gonna get them the time of day. You're gonna be like, and it is what it is. Just like that. That's all you gotta say. You, are, you ain't gotta be bothered. A lot of us spend so much time being bothered and that's kind of what he was. He held on to that for so long um, because his family members did not appreciate him for his talents and his gifts and his abilities. They didn't see what he saw. Nobody else is supposed to. We keep trying to share our dreams with people who ain't supposed to see it. They can't believe it like you believe it because it ain't meant for them. They don't have that talent. They could be jealous of you. That's why we can't share our dreams with everybody else because that jealousy, that hatred, that negative energy, oh, you like to do that? Oh, you think you're good at that? That's other people's ego talking. That's their ego talking because they can't do what you do, how you do it, and they mad. Mm -hmm. So we have to kind of watch out for those people in our life, especially if you share your dream with somebody and they hated on it. If that told you right there, many of us get these signs and these signals and we don't pay no attention. And then these people do something silly in our lives and we didn't let them. So we have to, that's one thing too, is when that does happen, somebody betrays you or somebody cheats on you, you have to forgive yourself first. Forgive yourself for allowing somebody to come into your energy and do that. Before you forgive them, forgive you. You did it. You allowed. You didn't see those signs. You chose not to. So people always want these guidance and they ask about their spiritual guides. He had, um, which animals can be spiritual guides as well. Because he was kind of, he, he, they ended up switching roles. And he ended up being, uh, the cat ended up being, 22 spiritual guy when it could have been the other way around because 22 was actually a lot smarter than he was, had a lot more experience and a lot more wisdom, yet they still learn things from each other. And the whole time, 22 was just excited to be on this earth. She was picking up, she was saving her piece of crust. She was excited about piece of crust. We need to find the little things that we like about our days too because that'll help uh, increase and raise our vibration. Maybe you had a bad day at work, but my shoes fresh, okay? But my outfit at home, I don't care if it's at home. Think about it. You have to put yourself in these better moods. Even if you, I don't care if you got a 1999 Corolla, you driving. It's people out here who ain't driving. You better find something to appreciate in your life. I don't care if it's what you have for dinner. I don't care if you have some hot cocoa. If that hot cocoa is what you really like, 
take that moment when you do that thing to appreciate it. Show gratitude because the more gratitude you show, the more that the universe is willing to give to you. They'd be like, oh, you ain't like that coffee like that yesterday. Let me hook you up. Let's get you a Keurig. You never know how the universe works. The universe will send you things from complete strangers. So you have to be open and receptive to it. Just as like um, when he was finally about to give up on his goal, they sent him the gig that he really wanted, that he'd been waiting his whole life to get. Um, and it took him to not only be able to stand up for that goal to see what it is that actually brought joy into his life. But as he entered the body of a cat and no longer the one of a human, he started seeing things everyday life. He seen other people's had families. Other people had kids, moms, dad. Other people was excited about what they were doing. And he wasn't doing that. He wasn't doing that for himself. He didn't allow himself to feel that way. He didn't allow himself to be pampered or to be happy. Because we can pamper ourselves. Even if it ain't got to be expensive. You ain't got to go out here and do all these expensive things. Do you know what meditation could do? Even if you meditate for five minutes, you meditate for five minutes in a week, you'll start seeing some notices, some changes, some differences in your life. The way that your mood is shifting the way that you feel much more at ease, much more at peace. You ain't got to cuss everybody out at work today because you done had a nice day. You done got you some meditation. Somebody can say whatever they want. You don't worry about it. I'm just here. I'm just on the clock. Find the things that make you happy, that inspire you because it's a lot of things coming our way and a lot of things that are happening that want to keep you from that, that want to keep you from smiling. They don't want you to do that because as soon as you figure out you can be happy, you ain't going to do them. You ain't going to be the robot they want you to be. You ain't going to be able to listen to their command as easy as they want you to. Because a lot of people believe everything that they say, not knowing that it's just propaganda, not knowing that China owns all the social medias and the news stations in America, not knowing that half our $900 trillion billion went to China, not America, but it's COVID relief for us. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. You talked about a lot. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. So one thing that will always stick to me is when you said about the Thai shoe, that was a ball. The, the, the whole, what you said about the, um, the whole thing about the ego with the, you know, tying shoe next to you, know, you're going forward. Well, that was a ball. That was a ball. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was ball. Yeah. The ego um, is <laughs> um TC. Okay. This kind of ties into like trying to find our truth. Where I realize with the black community specifically and black men, a lot of us fight with depression, but do not want to open to nobody and choose to fight it by ourselves. Is that like an ego thing or is it that it's kind of hard to talk to people because people want to take us serious? Um, it's a little bit of both. And it really, like I said, starts at the childhood when you are listened to as a child, when your parents take the opportunity to listen to your feelings instead of telling you, you supposed to be a man if you cry. Like, ma'am, he's bleeding. <laughs> he's just cutting himself. Let that man cry. Like, he hurt. You tell you sit here telling him to mask up his pain. That's why all these men die from these diseases because they don't
don't pay attention to their body because their mama told them, oh, you a man, man up. Whole time your kidneys hurt, you ain't telling the doctor. What's wrong with mm-hmm. y'all? So y'all got to realize, y'all got to take care of yourself, pay attention to uh, what's going on in your body. That's why so many men search for this dainty feminine woman who want to be saved. They ego want to be fed. That's all it is. You want saves, you want, they want to basically find them somebody who they can baby, somebody who they got to take care of so they can feel responsible, so they can feel like someone is feeding their ego, so they can feel like they always got a damsel in distress because it feeds their ego. It makes them think that they the man that they not. Because one of the main things, if you ask a man what makes a man a really a man, he's going to say the ability to financially provide, and that ain't it, that ain't even on the list that ain't even how you get to being in your divine masculine energy because real divine masculine energy can really do and go out here and be the boss that y'all really want to be but y'all choose not to connect with that because y'all don't want to express yourselves you don't want to tell people how you feel a man who can't cry is not a divine masculine period if you can't get in touch with your emotions you're not a divine masculine because a real man can tell his woman or can tell someone how they feel, how they truly feel inside. They ain't got to lie. They ain't got to put on no fake face. They can cry. They can let those emotions out and release them. When they keep that in, it only creates frustration and resentment. That's all it does. It makes you more frustrated at every little thing. That's why a lot of our Black men are dying of stress. They're dying of clogged arteries and heart attacks because, one, they don't realize that they have to take care of themselves. They so focused on take, I got to take care of my family. I got to do this. I got to do that. That you forgetting about you. Put your feet in a foot bath. I know most men don't like to take baths. Because I don't know, that's beyond me. Y'all just don't want to be comfortable. <laughs> it is what it is. At least get you a, get, get in a jacuzzi. Go outside with a rain. Let the rain hit you. Do something to connect to your spirit. So you can have those days where you just treating yourself. If you sit here, your your job is not to take care of everybody else all the time because that don't that mean you ain't take care of you. So if you can't take care of you, how can you take care of them? Because this is not gonna go the way you think it is. If right now your only job is just to strictly provide and you're not focusing on you, you're not going to the doctor as recently as you're supposed to, because that's what's killing a lot of our black men is these health conditions and health issues because they don't pay attention. They stomach around here gurgling words. So stomachs ain't supposed to make some of them noises that these men stomach be making. Let's put out them like your body has been trying to tell you. You you see them, they be 35 walking with a limp. They walking stiff because they ain't taking care of themselves. They see here trying to front and play for everybody else. Like I'm this big masculine man. Even when the men get into spirituality, everybody want to, I'm shame home. Uh, I'm Ogun, when they can't even be half of those things. So it's like when you want to reach out and connect for your uh, masculine, for that really that strength, that king that you want to be, you have to start with being able to express yourself and making sure that you're realizing that what you have is sacred too. Not everybody can get the, not everybody can get the ling ling, okay? You can't just throw it out there. Like that. Not everybody is deserving. Y'all got to realize that this is sacred to you too. Because a lot of men like to say how they sleep with this many women. But if you sleep with that many women, you don't really like yourself. You don't really got no respect for yourself. Because if you did, you wouldn't be just sharing your energy, everybody with everybody. Then you got this karmic baby mama 
you can't get rid of. She say she don't like you, but she outside. She don't like you, but she always where you are. And every mm. time you get another girlfriend, they raise hell. Then mm-hmm. they put you on child like you set yourself up because you was not respecting yourself and your Call energy. Them out. And then you went and you got that sexual connection, that sexual tie with this person. And really that can um that ooh, that can cause real generational trauma messing around having a baby with the wrong person. That will fuck a generation up for sure. Especially if she is a karmic, which that's what most men tend to dwell into. They want to dwell into the ladies that um like to talk back. They want these masculine women. That's one of the things too I've noticed. They want masculine women, which is odd. Mm. You like what mm. you like, but you need to be honest and you need to be true to yourself because masculine and masculine don't even, even when people are gay, you got one who's more feminine, but you want a masculine woman. You want to be a masculine man. So all y'all doing is button heads and arguing about who is up here. It's a power struggle because everybody want to be in charge. And that doesn't work, but men get addicted to that toxicity. Why? Because nine times out of 10, they seen their mom go through it. They seen their mom cuss at their dad all the time. So it's like normal. It's like they're addicted to it. It's like they want to be in these drama-filled relationships because that's what they learned. That's what they seen. That's kind of what they kind of tell that themselves that they like instead of in, in men. When they almost dead, there's some lady that figured out, let's put this in your spaghetti. Or that, that'd be the problem too, the spaghetti. Look, you can't eat everybody's spaghetti. Let's put that out there. Before you start eating spaghetti from these women, okay, now. you better make they some connection with your ancestors. Don't take them out now. Don't take them out now. If you see some spaghetti, if something you say, don't eat that shit. Listen, listen to the voice in your head because mm. that spaghetti could keep you from going where you want to be and keep you stuck. Then you end up in this relationship where when people do that, when they go as so far to try and dominate someone or make someone do something, take away their energy, take away... um what they're supposed to be doing and kind of misdirect their path. There's one spiritual punishment for that, but you end up in a relationship where the man beat the woman because he don't want to be with her. His soul don't want to be with her because your soul, your heart always knows what you want to do. And all you can do is beat this lady up because every time you see her, you get mad, but you can't leave because she to put some in your spaghetti. So y'all got to Aquarius. Sure can we break it down though? Cause Can we break it down though? Because I don't feel like they really know Ooh. about that spaghetti trap. <laughs> I don't think they really know what you're saying. Let me put y'all on game. Put a lot on of these game. women out here, they spiritual or they looking into spirituality because they want to dominate. You got succubus energies out here. Succubuses are uh, said to have been spiders and they can come into human form and they shift and they will fuck the shit out of you and make you live for them. Okay, they will take your energy from you. Have you feeling less like a man than you've ever felt before? All you know is you got to kiss this lady's feet and listen to her. But the whole time you sitting in your head, it's like that get out. Where in their head, they had certain parts where they would come out of it and they would see like, okay, this ain't me. I'm somebody else. And then you got the other part that say, for some reason, I can't leave this woman. I can't leave her alone. All she do is mistreat me and take my money. You start seeing certain signs and symbols. That's why I'm telling these men need to get connected spiritually. Find a divine source. Because when you work with your ancestors, they put you on game. It'd be like, mm-mm. 
Don't talk to her. Don't talk to her. She's misused and abused her spiritual energy. She didn't cook spaghetti. Don't eat no spaghetti on the first night. Let's just put that out there. Do not eat any spaghetti on the first day. If somebody <laughs> offers you spaghetti on the first day, it's a setup. Don't tell them. Don't do it. Do not do it. You already ate. Tell you already ate. No, tell me you're allergic no to meatballs. <laughs> you don't, don't eat, eat nothing. If somebody offer you to cook on the first date, that might be a sign right there because just go out and eat. Get to know this person first because that's when the main thing y'all not doing. Y'all just ready to have sex. When you done had sex, you done fucked up. You done created a sexual tie. Even if you want to leave, you done damaged her or you still have this lingering energy from someone who could potentially have traumas and hurts and have misused their uh, abilities. And then you got spiritual STDs as well. That's why when men get older, they done fuck so many women that their penis stopped working because you then got a spiritual STD and now you can't fuck because real men can fuck today by 103. That's what they hear. They can do, they can keep going. They can keep going. But when you misuse your sexual energy too much, you lean, lean down there and stop talking to you. Like, no, nah, I can't even mess with you, bro. You on some shit. Like, I can't even, I can't even get up the way you want me to get up no more because you didn't misuse me. Like, big fella, leave me alone. Then gave away so, all your energy. You, call it, baby. you have oh. to really pay attention oh. and listen to your body. Ah, man. Y'all even want to know what go into this spaghetti. Into Ooh. this spaghetti could be a female's menstrual cycle. Could be her saliva something from her body that connects you to her and when you ingest it you, you done you done for she done controlled you she got you out here acting a fool she got a side nigga he doing the same thing these females is out here running game they mm -hmm. run a whole game and they learning magic so you really down. gotta be careful because I didn't join some groups and I'm like, oh no, y'all crazy you did you, what sister? No, you, you, you said you put him in your shoe Oh, sure, it's with me. It's me. I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> but they had to realize too that Oshun was so uh, stuck in her sexual energy and how she could mm-hmm. use that to dominate and she didn't take care of her kids. She got her kids taken and uh, Yemaya ended up raising her kids. So imagine the trauma that those kids have because their mother wanted to be around doing all this and all, and all that. mama was fast. So Oshun, but I'm just saying there are very seductive women out here who will take your energy, take your money, leave you spiritually broke and financially broke and will wait for you to die. They'll change things around in your uh, in your statement. You got to watch these people because they're a lot smarter than you. And now they really use the magic. I didn't know that there was so many women out here who really want to dominate these men. And the same thing with men. They want to dominate women because they want to have several of them and they want all of them to stay. So that's why you have to figure out what divine source you want to tap into so you can keep yourself ahead and yourself protected. It's always good to protect your energy. You can't go wrong there. Um, And I feel like if men just knew that much and chose to protect themselves spiritually as much as they would do physically, because everybody got that yapa chopper and they know how to blast, right? But you can't spiritually protect yourself for shit. You out here being spiritually attacked. They taking your energy every other day. You ain't even really you no more. So if y'all can do all that, y'all can protect y'all spiritually too because if you really who you say you is and you really about that life and you really should be about all your protection and your spiritual protection, your mental protection because these women will get inside your head and how you think it's something too. It's players out here. <laughs> Let's go. And you know what weapons are um, the white man's tool because they understand that we're more spiritually inclined, that our mind is all we need. And that's why they utilize the propaganda. That's why they Mm -hmm. misinform us, miseducate us, tell us to go left, we need to go right. Um, Because all it takes is us tapping into our power and we shift the paradigm. And it's that simple. That's why they need the physical material realm to survive because otherwise they can't really exist. Mm. that's mm. the war that we're in right now because the age of Aquarius is supposed to be this great awakening to shift the consciousness but the negative effect that the uh, age of Aquarius can have is that this can go to unexpected shit and people can start taking over it's about what you do with your head where we are as a whole human consciousness we can either elevate and go into the better aspects of the age of Aquarius or we can be shifted into a lower vibration and go into the darker aspects of Aquarius which can be very manipulative that's why they're trying to control everything now it's like oh it's a great awakening vaccine we got vaccine these motherfuckers again every time something happens we got vaccine these motherfuckers they keep trying to stay woke let's spray the chemtrail in the air let's put this and this and that in their food oh you want to grow your own food you can't grow your own food here you say you want to grow your own weed no you gotta smoke my weed because when I put in my weed it's gonna put you in the lower vibration we don't want you to do any of those things we don't want you to look past social media and TikTok because if we can keep you on TikTok for three hours, you ain't got time to think about yourself and what you really need. They have all these tools that they use that they digression to keep people in a lower vibration. They do things like the George Floyd murder in public. These things, all these things are planned. They get away with a lot of these things. Um, but they do it in order to shift the consciousness because if it's going too up, if it's too many people waiting, then they're going to start seeing what the government and what these people really out here doing. Half these people to think that Martin Luther King Jr. still died of a gunshot. They think that he was shot and that's what killed him, not knowing that the FBI are the ones who smothered him and Coretta Scott King went and sued the government and won. 
So it wasn't a lie. She that's won a the different topic. You talking that. Yeah. That, that's a that that's a woo. Okay, that's a heavy Hold topic on. right there. Yeah, that's a heavy <laughs> you topic. You talking now? This is actually one of the books. Hold on. Hold on. That's a heavy topic you're talking. Woo! Hold on. <laughs> What's your? They go that far. What's one of your favorite books, Aquarius? Um, let's see. Actually, let me pull this one out here. This is called Extraordinary Black Americans from Colonial to Contemporary Times. And it got all ancestors on here, Ashe, because that's one of the most powerful things for us to learn is where we come from and what we were able to do. Because most of the things that have come into our creation, we created. We did it. And then they took our ideas. They've been yep. taking things for a long time, but it's just mm-hmm. time for us to kind of separate and they see, really see how we are and who we are as we actually sit in our power. Right now they're doing, they've been doing these things, implementing implementing these plans to one, keep us in a lower vibration, um, just like they released crack into only our communities, into the poor communities. They start messing with Ax. our water. Flint still ain't got no water to this day. There's no Ax. clean water in Flint. They don't mm-hmm. give out water bottles no more. They didn't care about the people, just like they did Puerto Rico, who were supposed to be Americans. You know, other than our president, he think that they got a president. He ain't know that he was the president when he said mm-hmm. But um, it's just like we don't even take, they stop taking care of our black and brown people because Puerto Ricans, a lot of people keep trying to separate us when we really all came from slavery. Puerto Ricans, they were enslaved too. They kind of had it worse in some aspects because when they took us to these islands, not only did they throw us off a lot of these boats, so most of us didn't even make it to the island, but when they got there, they used tactics such as killing us and putting our heads on a stake so the other slaves could be scared and listen. Oh, you want to fight me? I'll put your head on that stake just like I did your cousin. Those are some of the tactics that they use when they bring us here and that implemented and put inside our head. Oh, we got to fear the white man. We got to listen to them because if we don't, they're going do this because they've done it throughout history but we have to realize too that a lot of these are not exactly people they're entities and they're here to shift us into a negative vibration and to cause such traumatic things that it fucks up generations of people just like when hitler came and cleared all them people out them was them was considered european people too so they don't really care about color they care about power and control but because us as a black community us who are considered others or black there's so many of us because they keep calling us the minority when we're really the majority they became the minority but we don't know that because they keep calling us this minority word however most of us uh there's way more of us than there is of them they don't want us to know that because if we knew how many of us there was and we knew that we were physically stronger and that we had a lot of these spiritual abilities and that we have a lot of these uh, different things and wisdom and knowledge that we could tap into, we'd be smarter than them. They don't want us to be smarter than them. They just let us read about 80 years ago. We couldn't even do that. So it's really about us not learning these things. Um, and if we do, we got to pay so much money that put us into financial debt. It's people out here with two, three different college degrees. Can't really have a place to live because their tuition is so high. So it's, it's like they keep us at this uh, certain standpoint of not being able to learn certain things. Even our poor communities, they don't even have the books and the things that they would need to actually pick up some of this knowledge. They still got books from 1990 something. 
It's 2020. All the newer schools, the Catholic schools, they got these new books. They got fresh water. They got fungus growing in their classrooms. It's a big difference into, uh, in these communities, but a lot of them, the poor communities, the white people, I mean, the European people have kind of taken over and created these nice things with them. That's what they waiting to do for Flint. They wait for everybody else to get up out of there so they can change around the city how they want to, just like they did in certain parts of California, all the ghettos. They're now suburban now. They got big houses now. So it's, it's, we got to watch them and we got to create something that will work best for us because what they've been creating ain't for us. We ain't in the plan. Let's go. Mm. All right. So, okay. Uh, we're, um, we, we don't want to uh, on time. Uh, wow. I, I have like a couple more questions for you. Um, okay. I keep it short. Just, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we have like much time. All right. So I'm gonna just do like like three questions all in one. Um, okay. How how is how important to life uh, to to people? Um, how can people heal mentally, spiritually, and what physical activities can they do uh, to help them heal? So one of the things you can do to kind of help with all of that is yoga. Yoga connects to our chakras and allows us to release certain trapped energies inside of our body because a lot of the mental and physical um, pain and things that we have are in the body. When back in the day, they used to just go straight to the chakra and that would help whatever um, part of the body was not as good or not as healthy. And even the mind, a lot of people um, have these headaches consistently every day because their crown chakra is not activating, it's not functioning as properly as it should be. Um, and not only that, one of the mental issues that we're having um, within our community is this power kind of struggle thing where we're not able to speak up for ourselves, but we want to defend ourselves. We can't tell the truth, but if anybody come for us, we're ready to put them on blast. And we got all this frustration that we can express, but we don't have that same energy when it's time for us to be in our truth, when it's time for us to speak our truth um and that can cause spiritual and mental dysfunction if you're not just being you that's one of the uh ways that a lot of people get unhealthy is if they're not doing things that they like if you do more of the things that you like and you connect with you're releasing endorphins you're releasing this these chemicals in your body which lifts your vibration and heals you um and so does the yoga. A lot of the chakra movements are very fast. And people, I feel like a lot of people think, oh, if, you, if I can't reach my tone for a day, I need to be doing yoga, this and that. But you have to actually put in the time and ability to do that. Um, because it's not as hard as what people think if you just continuously do it. You have to discipline yourself and want to work with yourself and your body. A lot of people keep relying on these doctors, per se, when a lot of these doctors here to make money. They're here to diagnose you with something so they can give you some medicine, so they can take your money, and then you becoming mentally or physically drained in that process because a lot of what they put in these opioids that they are prescribing and these painkillers that they are prescribing are things that make depression uh, easy or things that bring in a lot of doubt and depression. Depression causes physical illness. Um, depression can cause your body to fail. Um, so if we're having depression and we are not 
putting the right things in our bodies because there's certain foods that connect to the chakras as well. So when we're feeding ourselves, we're feeding those chakras. And I don't know no chakra that like hamburgers, I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> it's just like, we have to realize that a lot of the things that we put inside of our body is what causes the physical and mental illness. Um, that is mostly the root of the problem is that we're willing to put in everything else that everyone else tells us or that is trendy or that's popular or they got all these calories and fake sugars and plastic and you ain't even reading what's on there because if you did, you would not be eating that. Yeah. Um, Because there's a lot of, especially a lot of the meat, um, there's a lot of fillers that they put to clump these things up. These are genetically modified animals. They ain't even real animals. That's a bird with 12 wings. (laughs) That ain't never been natural. So it's us willing to pay attention to what our body needs and even if we don't like it, giving our body those things because it will change your life. Changing your diet will really change your life. A lot of people will quickly take them pills that the doctor gives, but don't the doctors don't tell them what they can do at home. It'll say, when you get home, you can eat um, parsley or you can eat certain green foods and green things that help cleanse the toxic uh metals out of our body because we get metals through food and metals through water metal ain't supposed to be in our body so we have to cleanse our body we have to start detoxing Uh, a lot of people back in the day they would go through these fasts and these detox where they don't eat for a certain amount of time or they only juice this really helps cleanse out your body which is cleansing out your energy um that's one of the most important things in order to have a healthy mindset um and to be able to attract our desires is by taking care of us. Because it's hard for anyone to attract a certain energy if they're not aligned with it. Mm-hmm. And if you want something that's up, you want a million dollars, but you, every time you get money, you buy a cheeseburger, you buy some bad food, then you put it in your body. You don't even want to respect yourself. You don't deserve that million dollars. You got to put yourself in that energy and align yourself to that and show your body and take care of yourself um, because that really is what can allow for a lot of healing and transformation that's needed with inside of us. And that first step, the first house is the body. That's the first thing in the uh, 42 rules of Maya and a lot of different European um, rules is to respect and take care of your body and watch what you eat. Those are one of the things that's all throughout these different um, religions that they really care about and they really mention taking care of yourself not disrespecting yourself those are what's in a lot of the uh, european and culture and a lot of the um rules of mayat that's in there it's like y'all don't even have that in the bible where in the bible does it say take care of yourself because that's the main thing you got to do here gotcha and they um, took the ten commandments from the um 42 laws of mod Man. They diluted it as usual. Yeah, that's that's coming out too. A lot of the lies in the dark age of Pisces is being exposed. It's gonna be juicy. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of information coming out about how these uh, religious structures were one just little parts here and there stolen from other structures. Um, that kind of change the way that we thought we were supposed to live in that's why even with uh, us today where we try to reconnect especially to the orisha we see this candle with the seven african powers but all of them on the picture european 
Oh, they called the semi African power. I, I didn't never see what those people that light in Africa. The seven African powers candles, a lot of them you'll see, they'll say Ogun, it'll say Oshun, it'll say Ba, but it will have white people on it. But one of the things I have to remind people is that was one of the only ways we could get it back in the day. Do you think they was gonna let us buy a candle with seven black people on it? Now you're right, but you know, I never really looked at the seven African powers candles, so I never even made that observation. Yeah, a lot of I'd rather like buy the plain candles and like set my own intention. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those things are the color of the person is changed. So that way, well, one, it allowed them to just be able to use those things, but it was also whitewashed so people could think that these energies are these energies and you got people kind of praising and accepting the wrong thing or having a, not a good understanding of what that energy is or where it comes from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is it? 850 now. So um, we definitely respect time. Um, so we're going to give uh, um, poetic wisdom uh any questions she has for you and then after that um we are going to i'm, I'm gonna ask you like um like four more questions and then okay. that's mm -hmm. okay um all right you already gave me your favorite book um i think you covered a lot really honestly and truly <laughs> um i have you okay so this is what i thought about um have you ever um, made any correlations like between the um, the cosmic, you know, narratives, like maybe perhaps Enki, Enlil, Sumerian mythology, what have you, and then the connections to the Bible, like how they talk about, um, like, you know, the, the Bible is basically like metaphors, you have to decipher them. So we know that we're coming, we're, we're in the age of Aquarius, and we was in the age of a, a Pisces. So I was watching the Zeitgeist movie, and it puts into perspective, the, um, the significance of how those ages came to an end. So are you how great are you on like symbolism? Are you really into symbolism? And those um, deeper cosmic meanings from those texts that have been used to manipulate the society on a grand scale? Um, I do have a general idea. There's so many different religious books out here that I haven't gotten into each one of them because I know a lot of them were stolen from original texts. Um, so I will say that in a lot of those uh, Bibles, they did mention different uh, type of creatures and, or they would kind of put them as creatures or, or as animals. Um, and that's how they would kind of describe these forms. Like a lot of uh, African culture, they say Oshun as a parrot or Oshun as a bird or Anazi as a spider. There's a lot of symbology that they use um, as it correlates to animals, but a lot of these animals and a lot of the way that they describe these things, you can kind of tell that they are different species. Um, there are many times on this earth where a lot of things that are in these religious books are actually different species that they're describing, things that were not even from this earth, um, things of a uh, higher vibration who were sent here. Um, and then they kind of humanized it after because they're like, like especially like the angels and the archangels, a lot of people mm -hmm. want to see them as this human-like form, but really if an archangel is going to come to you, you ain't going to know what the fuck you just seen. You're going to be like, what? 
is that. It just looks like energy. They don't have a lot of humanoid faces. I, I know somebody said the other day that they see um, Biden shape-shifting a little bit. So you got to watch these creatures out here because they can't hold form all the time and you catch them slipping a little bit. Um, but I'm not too, too familiar with some of the different texts because I kind of chose to, I'm really just uh, looking a lot into Ifa and African-American and Yuruban uh, tradition right now simply because of how many lies are in the other different texts and to go through it and see like, hey, this was taken from here and this is taken from here. When a lot of uh, original things are in the Kabbalah, a lot of them are in the 42 laws of Mayat, the real original things that uh, most religion derives from are in the basic text. Um, the ones that are, well, well, a lot of it's harder to find too because they pay somebody to rewrite all that. They pay a lot of people to rewrite a lot of these different things, not even from just African-American culture with the Orisha and how they like to say that some of these Orishas are the saints. Uh -huh. It's well, a lot of different yeah. cultures same and energy, things that they say. Yeah. yeah, same energy, different names. A lot of like people- Like Hermes, Horvus. Yeah, yeah. Like Alegba, Papa Legba. People just call him all these different names throughout the different- uh, places of the country when really it's the same energy that he is he's always going to be uh the same kind of trickster energy as what most people decipher him as but i do think a lot of the text is misinterpreted because it is put in the forms using the analogies and using animals it's almost like a cold text in a way only certain people are supposed to unlock what's really being stated there only certain people can understand what it is that they are reading and I do believe that a lot of the things that weren't changed around and were kind of coded off in a way were for only certain people to understand and realize. Mm -hmm. um, not everybody's gonna be able to understand it and interpret it the way it was meant to be interpreted. Mm. Do you know who your Arisha is? Um, I think I have two, cause there's two main ones that kind of came into my life. And one of them is Arumula and Legba. I have a very strong connection with Legba and it's, it's, it's different for me because I feel like a lot of ladies are like, oh, I'm Oshun, I'm Yemaya. And I automatically um, went towards the master energy. Uh, Papa Legba showed himself to me and I learned about him. And he's really the Orisha I connect with the most. And he is uh, going to be the one I focus on the most and try and get knowledge about because a lot of people have a misunderstanding of who Papa Legba is because of media, because of how they portray all these different things. People think voodoo is just a dog. It's like so many different lies and things that are still coming out and the way that these things are misinterpreted that people don't understand and they think it's bad or they think it's evil. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Any more questions? Poetic wisdom. No, I'm gonna just have to connect with her personally, honestly and truly. Let's yeah. go. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we definitely respect time. If uh, wisdom, thank you. If you have to go, thank um, you. <laughs> no problem. Yes.
Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank, Thank you for coming. This has been spiritually <laughs> fulfilling. My ancestors are pleased with this. Um, yes. We're going to do this again. Okay. Oh, yeah. Happy that. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Um, Thank you. She freezed up. She's frozen for me. Right, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. You're Good frozen, night. but yeah. <laughs> goodbye. Um, this Aquarius Queen, just a couple more questions and then uh pretty much it. Uh okay, so how would you respond to someone if their spiritual guidance was poorly received? Dang, you told you stuck my question. That could be a little bit challenging because some people are not supposed to be awakened. Some people awakening them when it's not their time could cause mental effects or could cause them to have mental issues um, because it could be very confusing to believe these things, especially when you've been put in a world um, where they've disillusioned you and they've kind of taught you where you're supposed to believe. So there are people who are like totally against it. Like, like, no, the only thing I know is God or you got people who don't even believe in that. So there's a lot of just people who are lost and trying to find out what divine source that they can connect to. And for that, I really, I don't really judge uh, anyone of what they, what their religious preference is, but I do always tell people to find a divine source that you connect with because that's usually the one for you. Um, there's so many different things. There's not only just one God. There's different pantheons. Mm -hmm. There's Nordic traditions. There's so many different beautiful traditions uh, that are out here that for us to have the ability to choose now that we ain't got to get smacked by the book, <laughs> by Christianity and be forced to only read that book. Let's get out here and see what really connects to us. Because I feel like a lot of people just doing that have left Christianity and Catholic and all these different uh, Baptist type of religions that were just that were in that dark age of Pisces, to be honest, that now we're kind of finally free to choose what it is that really connects with us. And this energy is allowing for us to go back and find out who we are and where we come from, because some of us don't really connect with gods per se some of us are star seeds some of us are from different planets and we're put here to do different things so it's all about finding where your source is and wanting to connect because if you reach out for them they'll reach out for you you just have to be open and receptive but to the ones who are not you got to stay where you want to be at where you want to be is up to you if you want to live a better life or if you want to not be as confused or as frustrated, because that's what I notice a lot of them are. A lot of them are depressed. A lot of them don't have the strength and courage with inside themselves. They can't even stand up straight. They don't even have the confidence instilled in them because they don't believe in anything. And it's not about just Christianity. I feel like a lot of uh, the people who don't believe in anything is because they think that they have to only believe in Christianity. And that was a lie. That was kind of something that is coming out about now and that has kind of been tainted a little bit. But at the same time, I've met some very high vibrational people who just believe in Jesus, but they vibrate at a high frequency because they connected to the source that they feel connected with. So we have to realize it is an energy, but it's about how we interpret it. Some people may not like the origin. They'd be like, no, nah, I don't connect to that. And that's fine, but they have to find what does 
connect to them. So I definitely encourage everyone to figure out what it is that you do connect with. You ain't got to read all these different books. Just be open and receptive to whatever it is that would connect the most with you and you will find it. But you have to be open. You can't just shut it off and be like, oh, I don't believe in nothing. It is what it is. Because you're going to be real confused when mm. you leave this world. <laughs> I cold. definitely feel that. I have a quick question also. And this kind of, I don't want to say silly question, but people who's not really into Zodiacs, like they say they don't believe in stuff like that, are they like not really spiritual? Like are they not in tune with themselves? Like... Mm, that was a little harder. I do notice it's harder for people to believe in astrology because they don't understand it. Because if they did, they would know that astrology has been used before we had computers, before we had all this technology. Mm-hmm. They used the sun, the moon, and the sky, and the stars. So those have always been very important things. Um, and the zodiacs, what most people don't understand is they go off the sun position. They be like, oh, you Aries, you this, this, and this, and this. When there's other um, things in that person's natal chart could make them more or less like Aries. That's why you have to fully understand the concept in in these energies because that's what they are. They're energies that people have simplified. So they think, oh, you're supposed to be this. If you're a Leo, you're too bold and you're too brave. If you're a Capricorn, you don't love nobody. It's just like these little things that are put into people's head and them not having the full understanding of what uh, the astrological uh, energies are that they really misinterpret and it's hard for them to believe. Because all you have to do is find somebody with the same ascendant sign as you. Uh, Like if you're a Leo ascendant, ascendant and it's within five degrees, the first one, two, three, four, five degrees in your ascendant in that uh, sign, that person will act just like you. You're going to notice like, ooh, this, if you just find somebody like that, that'll prove it to you right there. Find somebody who has the same ascendant as you with its five degrees and it'll show you that astrology is real. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. All right. Two more questions. Two more questions and then T, she's going to take it over and then uh, okay. you're going to get your, you know, social media yes. um, and everything. Thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, how can people stop taking their loved ones for granted and Ooh. their current blessings? Ooh. Ooh. So <laughs> Ooh. one of the main things is that you have to learn that this lifetime will be very challenging if you choose not to be open and receptive to love. Even if you have parents who didn't preach you right, if you let that keep you um moving backwards and not loving anybody you putting yourself at a disposition because you're choosing you eventually you get to an age where you can make choices for yourself and if you choose not to make that choice to connect and really love somebody and trust somebody then you're failing yourself in a way you're setting yourself up for disappointments so it's really about what do you want in your life because if you want people to come around like you and don't love you and continuously not love you and you're still giving these people a chance but you want to find love so you say you have to start with loving yourself because can't nobody love any other person until they love themselves and that is a very true statement so one of the things that really needs to be done is we have to start while they're young. Make these kids go in that mirror and tell themselves that they love themselves because people are uncomfortable with just saying that out loud. Um, and they have to realize that time is not granted to everybody. You don't know how long you're going to be here. So use your time very wisely and use it 
with the things that make you happy because if you spend your life doing all these things that don't make you happy or because you feel like you have to do it and you wasting life. Like I said, you're gonna come back as a tree. So unless you wanna be a tree and have to sit here and watch creation and learn these lessons, I advise you to start living your best life now. Love one another so we can raise the vibration and we can start um, getting rid of a lot of the negative feelings that we have towards each other because we have so much judgment within our hearts. We see in things, oh, you this color, you automatically this, this, and that. We got all this judgment that we have that mm. we're pushing out on other people. And that's one of the main reasons why we can't love other people or spend time and love our family members because we already have this judgment in our head. And judgment sometimes it just happens. We 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 just looked at somebody, try to look at somebody's shoes, and that's okay. It's a natural human response, but you have to learn how to reprogram. Because if you don't, you're going to continuously see that you are what is around you. The energy that you're attracting is the energy that you're in. And you have to learn how to accept that. Because once you start changing and uh, transforming yourself and shifting into these higher vibrations, everything else around you starts changing too. So it's really about where you want to be and how you want to spend your time because People don't know how important family members are to their goals. Everybody want to be like, oh, I miss them. And I did to this. We had these stories, but you ain't call them. You ain't text them. Mm. You just sad today. You mm. wasn't sad when this person got sick. You didn't even know when their birthday is. You just claim this and this and that, but you ain't showing no, you can't even light a candle for them. That's too disrespectful for you. You can't mm. pour no libation out for them, but they was, I thought they was everything. I thought it was mm -hmm. RIP them. I thought it's till you see them again. They respect them, respect their energy. Like them some ancestor dollars. Show your respect if you really about it. If you really that, if you really care. Cause a lot of these people don't really care cause they don't know how to. They only want to care on social media. Yeah, that's the truth. Let's go. That's the truth. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna give I'm I'm gonna give it to TC, and then after that, when he's done with his questions, you can give your final thoughts and then social media. There's not really any questions, but I do want to say just thank you for this bringing this energy to the show. Word. Like, yes, you broke down so many things today. <laughs> yes, and yeah. I was trying not to get off. I'm no, like, I love it. Wait, wait. <laughs> I love it. I I just love the energy. I love. Like you could bring people's spirits up and facts. You're definitely like I can speak for myself, like you definitely like helped me today with some of the stuff you're saying. So I just mm -hmm. want to say thank you. Thank you. No, seriously. Thank you. Definitely. No, oh man. yes. What month of Aquarius are you? Um January. January? Okay. All right. All right. Uh final thoughts. Just no, just express express it. Final thoughts. I got this did that right so <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> my bad. Um, let's see. Well, one of the main things I really want to get out to the people is that more things like this need to be done. We're in the age of Aquarius. That means technology is going to improve every day. You know, especially uh the Dang, what you call that virtual stuff? The virtual oh, stuff enhance so much, yes. you don't even make sense. These people are gonna be stuck in a world that ain't even here. So um, 
It's really about using the uh, enhancement in communication and in technology to connect with each other, especially with COVID and if COVID so shut things down and have them talk about, oh, you can't see this person. I wish you can't tell me what I can and you can't see. So <laughs> you got to make sure that even with all the uh, things that they put into place, that you find a way to connect to humanity because we're humans. We have to connect to each other. It's essential for us to survive that we continue building this connection and having this connection because the more we lose that connection, the more we really just turn into robots. And that is something we not gonna like because yeah. um, that means a lot of people either gonna be living in survival mode, which is already about to happen because they January gonna be rough. January gonna be Ooh. real rough. <laughs> January is gonna cause another mass awakening and it's gonna show y'all that uh Joe Biden wasn't the boy y'all thought he was. Sleepy Joe. We'll let him do his thing, we'll let him prove to y'all and show y'all how he can help. We give him a chance. But it's really um about us taking the initiative to make sure that we as humans, we as um, people in our communities know that we can build that trust and do things with one another, especially our African-American people. Like we all know where we came from. We came from tribes. Everybody in the tribe has a certain thing to do. We all helped each other. We had susus. A susu is where everyone donates money. They put it in the bank. And when there's somebody mm -hmm. in the community yes. who needs it, we yeah. give it to them. We help yes. them. We don't yep. let anybody fail. And that all has been like destroyed to the point where you got black people talking about, I don't trust black people. What do you mean? You, we can't even trust us. So it's like we've separated ourselves so much and there's nothing that's bringing us together except for hatred. That's the only thing we can agree on is what we don't like. So we have to find more ways to communicate and understand each other, even if it's just like this, even if we spread a message like this, because technology is going to be the main thing right now. Technology is going to blow up. Apple got some released every day. They're doing a lot. <laughs> There's so yes. much technology advancement because we're uh, getting so many different um, communications from extraterrestrials. They were really shifting the, the uh, abilities and the things that we're doing with technology, but technology is also a way to have power and control. So we have to find ways to create content like this, to shift consciousness in a way that is healthy and a way that people can see us as black people or us just as people can talk to each other. No matter where we are in the world, we can connect, we can make our own groups, we can find our own tribes, we can talk to our neighbors, there's a lot of people who just say, hey, don't they neighbors like that? They live next to you. Now, if something happened and you need protection and it's time to get down to the get down with the purge, your neighbor don't even like you. Like, you ain't even protected out here. And in the tribe, in the village, let somebody come from one person in this village. The whole village gonna get to stop you. You ain't even gonna mm. be over here. Mm. So us really building that bond as humans and even if we connect with the groups that look like us, that helps strengthen us, that helps strengthen our power and strengthen um, our generations to come so they can see. I raised, I was grew up in a community. Not a lot of people can even say that. A lot of people can say I grew up in the ghetto and I seen this and that happen. 
but they can't say I grew up in a community where I felt so much love, where we were all so connected, where we helped each other out, and that's what we need. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yo, thank you so much for everything. You've uh, you've really touched our soul. You've really people's soul. And this is something that we need for 2020 to end, to go through another year for 2021. Yeah. Definitely. Not just, a, not just 2021, even further beyond. Facts. That doesn't end next year. Right. We keep, keep on going. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, how how can people connect with you, social media? How can, you know, talk about your business? Um, mm-hmm. How can people, you know, do like, you know, readings? How can, you know, you know, spiritual guidance, everything? So um, I do have a Facebook and Instagram, and I just made the Twitter. I got to get out of here now. There's <laughs> so many different flags. You can, they got Clubhouse now. I don't even know what that yeah. is. I just see it all over Facebook. But um, <laughs> I know it's the best way that I can really reach out and get more people. Uh, I'm building my YouTube channel as well because a lot of the free content that I do and a lot of the knowledge that I drop is going to be on YouTube because I, it's really important to get that message out here. But at the same time, I do run a business, so I do have certain services that I will need an energy exchange because that's one of the things I'm telling y'all this whole time. You got to respect yourself. So if you let people, if you give your energy this this way, this way, that way, you're not respecting yourself because you're not allowing an energy exchange. You're not uh, allowing people to know that, hey, I am me. I have these abilities. Yes, I can help you with your situation. But if you can go buy you $20 at McDonald's, you can spend $20 with me. I'm just saying. So, um, I do love to do readings for people. I do like working with their shadows because the shadow is really what uh, changes um, people and helps shift them. I done brought people from some very, some non-believers into believers. I got the reviews on my page. People who never would have looked at anybody with cards. People who think I'm on some Miss Cleo, call me now type stuff. So, you know, um, it's all about what you are comfortable with too if you're not gonna come to me i do have other readers who i know um your energy will be safe with because i really want to stress that you can't let anybody read you your energy is your energy and people will take it if you let them Mm -hmm. so make sure when you uh want to get a reading you find someone who you can kind of connect with maybe watch some of their videos see how they work see how they move see how your spirit responds because it's people out here who really sit and take your money for no reason. They ain't even got no abilities. Or if they do, they're uh, getting them from a lower level entity and you feel real tired, drained after. That's when somebody that stole your energy, that's when you can kind of tell. Is it How somebody give you a reading and all you had to do is listen and you feel drained? Because they mm. took your energy. So uh, I do like to stress that um, as well. And I do do mediumships, help connect to uh past on loved ones and i'm all about teaching people how to set up things to connect with their ancestors because whoo your ancestors will put you on a new level if you let them and that's for anybody like i said yellow green brown blue 
all those colors don't really even exist on this earth. That's how open I am at this point. I don't really care what color, what you look like, what you do. That's none of my business. <laughs> so it's really about wanting to be open to spirituality and what I have to say. Because I did this readings for people and it just freaked them out. They like, how do you know that? And they want to walk away. They be like, ah, this is too much. And you have to be open. You gotta be ready. And don't lie to me because I will know. So it don't make I, I use um all my private readings. It's private. It's just you and it's me. And I know about your situation. So that's one thing I stress is don't lie to me because you only hurt yourself because I know the truth. I can see it. I know when you lying. You think I don't know I'm a psychic. You came to me for a reading. So that's one of the things I like to I tell people, like, don't don't be embarrassed. I didn't know with so many situations, so many things y'all would have thought was crazy. So many people come to me, ask so many different questions, and I'm really open. I'm not going to sit here and judge you, because if I judge you, how can I do my job? That not make no sense if I got some negative energy towards what you just said. I have to be open and receptive and listen to you and understand you and as an empath, feel what you're feeling. So in order for me to create that connection so I can really get you the answers that you may need, you have to be open and you have to be honest with yourself and with uh, the people who are around you because your ancestors or your guys or whoever we're getting the message from, they might need you to do something that's really going to change your life. But you have to be open to it. You got to be open and receptive to guidance, to insight. You know, don't come to me and you're scared and you don't know what you're doing and you don't believe because if you don't really believe that's not my job to make people believe i'm i know what i'm doing i've been doing this for a minute i got reviews i'm an elder in my community i'm 21. i got people who are three times my age who respect me so i've already i already know who i am i know what it is so you i'm not here to prove nothing to anybody else as someone who is willing to help guide you and get you on the right path so you can live your best life. That's what I want to see. There's so many people out here hating on you. I just want you to live your best life so we got to work through this trauma. We got to heal. And I'm willing to go the extra mile and help these people and talk to these people so we can get there, so we can break these generational curses so your kids don't got to go through what you went through. That's really one of the main reasons why I'm here so we can stop um, putting ourselves in the same situations and we playing it over and over and over again. Like, it got to stop. We got to start something else. We got to shift the consciousness here because right now, we, like I said, we shifted to the 5D. So all the um, humans who cannot get to that 5D level of energy, they're going to be stuck. They're going to be real confused. All these things going to be happening. They talking about Jupiter, Saturn, conjunction. This person on TikTok. They TikToking it up. They ain't even really listen. They ain't open and receptive. All they know is that they can do three dance moves and they can sit and scroll all day. So we have to make the choice to really, like I said, live your best life. It's too much. We got little time on this earth. What you doing if you ain't trying to live your best life? Like, don't sit here and be mad the whole time. This ain't what this here for, unless you want to be a tree. I don't really stress that. Some of y'all have to come back as trees. Because y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get this experience. How happy this experience is supposed to be. Because no matter what changes or trials and tribulations come your way, if you can't find that joy back into your life, you're going to be stuck. It's not enough It's not enough time to be stuck. You got to get up out of there. And I like to help people get up out of there. 
I didn't see transformations inside of people. And it is a beautiful thing to see, man. Like just to see somebody who was here, low vibrate, didn't believe in themselves, didn't have no confidence, and now they're here now. They own a business. They come into me asking if they should invest in this business. I got clients like that who I didn't see go from here to here. So that to me, like y'all don't know. I'll be sitting here like, oh my God, look at you. I'll be geeking people love. I'm your hype man for real if we get through this healing process. So I just want everyone to really be open, even if you you don't know, you think it's a little weird, just talk to me. I'm willing to talk to you. Uh I even do free card, free reading sometimes. So check me out on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, Instagram, all of that now. <laughs> okay, nice. Yo. Yeah. Yo, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> Woo! So many gems, so many nuggets. Mm-hmm. You dropped some knowledge bombs today. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. The way to end the, yo, the way to end the year. Thank you. This is something that people has need. Thank you yes. so much for this. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you guys, like for letting me get on here with y'all, and we get the word out. We ask them some questions so people have a better understanding. Mm-hmm. So not only did they find this, you know, entertainable, but they took something, they learned something, and that's really what it's all about. You just learn something for free. You know how many years it takes people to learn some of the stuff I just said here? Max, <laughs> say that again. Max. Say that again. <laughs> let these people. Oh. Let these people know. <laughs> oh, thank you, Orange Aquarius Queen. Um, if anything, I, I feel like I, I definitely gotta bring you back on to the podcast. What do you mean, definitely, we are. <laughs> oh, yes, seriously, <laughs> absolutely, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thank you. I can't wait to be back. It's going to be fun. We're going to start doing some stuff together. Getting the message out here. Absolutely. Yes. You definitely touched our spirit today. Yeah. Definitely good vibes. Definitely enough the terrible year. And hopefully we can just tackle it better than we did this year. Oh, yeah. That's the main goal. We got to go hard this year where the money reside. We're trying to get to where the money reside. And I just want to say one thing like you touched on earlier. You know, this is odd time, especially for our community. Yes. This oh, is yeah. the time. Like seeing all these deaths happen. Um it's an eye opener for sure. Oh yeah, it is a big one because yeah. people thought that we were making this stuff up. Yeah. People thought we wasn't being treated this way until they seen it on the news. And I'm not gonna lie, like I remember having one white person come to me and saying like I didn't know you guys were going to do that. And you kind of just had to look at them like, yeah. You serious? Like, uh huh. <laughs> you just don't see, I'm, I'm not sweating for no reason, you know? Like, right. Like, be my friend. Stand in front of, can y'all be in a circle around me because yeah. they need to come through for us too. Y'all mm-hmm. here, if y'all really all lives matter like you claim then why y'all ain't never there when we the ones struggling why is y'all not stepping up and using the voice that you have the power that you have to help us is that too embarrassing for y'all is it too hard for y'all because when y'all needed help in all these wars y'all made us do it y'all need help we was there but when we need help nobody there 
Everybody want to pretend like it didn't happen and say that we crazy or we we got we put in this circumstance. We put ourselves here. That ain't, mm. We didn't ask for none of this, um, sir. I think y'all are confused. You know what we are. You know where we are. We basically Kevin Hart and his stand up. Help me. <laughs> uh, help me. That's that's me. all we. That's all we do. This help. <laughs> we sending the cold messages out here. They release yeah. the movies like Soul, like Get Out, like, us. like We gotta talk to us in secret languages. Love crap. We gotta yes. have secret languages yes. to get our messages out here to the people, cause other people ain't seeing it. So we have to learn how to get this stuff out here in a way that. It can be interpreted and we can actually see from any color and any perspective, like things are being done wrong here. That's why Aquarius is all about humanitarianism as well. So uh, with us being into the age of Aquarius, all the flaws and the things that are wrong about humanity, they have to be exposed so we can understand like, hey, if we're going to shift as a consciousness, as humans, we have to work together. We have to get past this color thing. It's, it's like y'all choose one thing at a time. Always there's something to judge. If it's not somebody's color, it's somebody's sexuality. You ain't got nothing to do with you. They ain't trying to sleep with you, but you're worried about them. All we're doing is walking outside and y'all worried about us. It's people um, that have died here this year in Arizona and all he was doing was sleeping on the highway. The officer shot him because he was sleeping in his car, mm-hmm. woke him up mm-hmm. to kill him. He didn't do anything wrong. What did we that's, do? What did, that's what, what the that Wendy's thing, right? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't yeah. doing nothing but sleeping. That's all we got to do is sleep. Do y'all ever feel threatened when y'all sleep outside? That's hmm. what it is to us. They have to, wake their, they have to wake up and they have to realize that we're being treated a little differently than what we should. And mm-hmm. it's going to take them and it's going to take us to be able to make the changes that are needed to help us as humans evolve, because we keep suffering ourselves. We're all human. At the end of the day, I mean, some entities out here, they the ones in charge. Let's and they're supposed to listen yeah. to us. We paying all these taxes to not get no help. Did y'all notice that? We've been paying taxes for all these years. So if something happens, we're supposed to be protected by our government, like every other country who's getting 2000 a month. We got one check, and they say, y'all good. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know what? To that's a different story. It's a that's different a different. Story. Yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> that's a different story. Yes. Uh, um, end of the day, you you gave uh, you gave us some healing today. Yes. Of what we need. That way, we can we can have we can press that refresh. We can press that reset mm-hmm. button for twenty twenty one. Basically, an awakening. Yes. Mm-hmm. And pack three reset. <laughs> yes. Ha, let's go. I'm wide awake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right, guys. You have it. Thank you. Later, guys. All right. Bye. Hot flashes, irritability, intimate dryness, even unsatisfying sex. Hi, I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck, a board-certified OBGYN who has spent over 20 years helping women just like you safely find relief from these very natural symptoms without having to resort to hormones. To help my patients feel their best, I recommend products from Bonafide Health. Bonafide is a women's health company dedicated to providing women with non-hormonal and clinically validated products that work. Bonafide provides safe and effective solutions to manage a range of menopause 
menopausal, sexual health, and PMS-related symptoms. That's why I recommend Bonafide products to my patients every day. In fact, I am also a Bonafide medical advisor. What I like most is that Bonafide products provide women real relief without compromise. Ladies, don't waste another minute feeling less than your best. Go to HelloBonafide.com and use code RADIO36 to save 20%. That's HelloBonafide.com and code RADIO36. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Offer valid on subscription only. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. <laughs> 